BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Please take the time to visit podsurvey.com slash peasants to complete a short 21-question survey. Participants in the survey will be entered into a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. The survey can be taken multiple times, so feel free to visit back each month for your chance to enter the drawing. Please help to support the show by using our Amazon links located in the description anytime you purchase anything from Amazon. It's a great way to support the show while just going about your normal business shopping on amazon.com. Also, check out our storefront for Drunken Peasants recommended merchandise. Patreon pledges of $5 or more will now receive two private shows each month. In addition to the private shows, Patreon pledges of $10 or more will receive the Drunken Peasants post show after each episode of the Drunken Peasants. Ben and Billy's monthly shitty movie review and regular behind the scenes vlogs with Ben and Billy. Sign up anytime to catch the future shows as well as past content. If you want to catch the post shows but you're not a patron, click the join link below this video to become a member of the Drunken Peasants channel. In addition to each post show, you'll also get special badges and emojis that you can use in the Drunken Peasants live chat. Streamlabs will be open for the duration of each episode. Click the link below to send us a message. Donations $20 and above will be read out through text-to-speech and will require our immediate attention. All donations below $20 will be read at the end of each segment. Keep an eye out for our weekly Streamlabs goal, which if we meet, we will do an extra show the following week. If you find any content you'd like to see us cover on the show, send it to drunkenpeasantsinbox at gmail.com. All submissions will be reviewed for possible usage in a future episode. Click the Discord link in our description to join the Drunken Peasants Discord. Interact with other Drunken Peasants fans in text and voice chat, as well as the peasants themselves. Visit the Google Play Store and download the Drunken Peasants app to catch the audio version of the show while you're on the road. In addition to the app, the audio-only version of the show is also available through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and other audio platforms. That's all we have for now. Enjoy the show.
no, 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 you know. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drunken Peasant Podcast, episode 502. And today, for the first time, we have Tim Poole joining us. Welcome, Tim. How's it going? It's going pretty good. You know, for, uh, just recently, there was a guy in our comment section saying, we don't know what we're talking about ever, yeah. and we needed to have Tim Poole on to tell us what was what. And ironically enough, we already had you booked. Yeah. So It, it, was, yeah. it was serendipitous. Yeah. I think I think sometimes it only sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Maybe that's the the secret. Well, I think it only sounds like we don't know what we're talking about. Like we actually do, but we just come off ah. like fucking idiots. So yeah. <laughs> that's we'll good balance way of each other out. <laughs> yeah. No. But have you uh have you heard anything about the um, Andy Worski uh, Tonka saw fight going down? No idea. They're I'm, having. I'm a, not. Yeah. No idea. They're having an MMA match in uh tennessee like uh, and it's funny because they called their video format internet blood sports because it was like a no holds barred debate where it would get dirty and then before you know it people are calling each other pedos and stuff <laughs> uh but yeah. but it, it it got so serious that now it is literally going to be a blood sport yeah i just well, I, I, as long as it's a good 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 clean fight all legal, right? A nice yeah, bout of fisticuffs that's sanctioned. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to know, Tim, if you had to fight somebody, like who would you, who would you fight? Jank. I don't I wouldn't fight anybody. You wouldn't fight anybody? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I I I I I'd only fight if I absolutely had to. Right? You I'd, know, I, I made a I made a I did a commentary on the Proud Boys fight in New York. <laughs> and I criticized the Proud Boys for kicking the dudes when they were down, and I got inundated with with comments saying, I've never been in a fight, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm like, dude, I've been in like dozens of fights, I've been in conflict situations, I've been attacked by Antifa, I've watched people get shot with guns and die. Like, come on, man. I, I think I know what I'm talking about when it comes to conflict. I'm, up, I'm like the best conflict journalist in the world. There's like a million better than, like a million journalists better than I am at, you know, being active on the ground with bulletproof vests. But I've certainly been there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I would try to avoid a fight at all costs. Okay. You don't want to do that. Okay. Because I'd fight uh, H3H3's wife, Gila. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could take her. You think so? I think I could take her. You, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. She seems tough. She might shock she's you. She's like the. It's it's always the quiet type you got to be careful of, and she's got that eye. She's always sitting there watching, waiting. She does have that know. stare. Yeah, and she's from yep. Israel, so she's probably got combat training. Oh, dude. Oh, definitely. She's probably she was probably in the IDF. Yeah. Maybe oh, I yeah, don't want to fight her. <laughs> yeah, I should have put more. Yeah, that was a bad call. Shit. <laughs> so we were talking about this before we went on. I guess you know we should just talk about it now. So uh, yeah, the whole Laura Loomer thing. So it was it was a slow news day before this happened. Man, I was so I was so bored. There there were there were a couple stories. I think the funniest story I saw today was from Washington Post that basically implied if you voted for Trump you have a tiny wiener. 
And it, it, it actually said for Trump. Trump, you know, yeah, Trump attracts people who are in, who are insecure about their manhood, and then tried to conflate people who Google search penis enlargement with people who voted for Trump. Well, None of it made weird. sense. Yeah, I have no idea what they ran the story. It, I do. It's it's clickbait. It's nonsense. But I thought I thought that was like the biggest news of the day until Laura Loomer locked herself to the Twitter office, which I think is epic. That was amazing. I was laughing. I thought it was great. Not, 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 I was not, not laughing at her. I'm like laughing at the situation. I mean, she's number one trend on Twitter. She 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 knows what she's doing, man. She gets attention for this stuff all the time. Let's see. Uh... Oh, that's all they got. Just three seconds. The Bible? She was wearing uh, she was wearing like a star of David on her coat, like she's in the Holocaust or something. Man, she's she's very bombastic, very hyperbolic. And, and, and it's tough. It's tough for me because it's so over the top, the gold star. But she does have that, you know, the tweet from Farrakhan. And she she did have a printout of other hate speech that people get a pass on. Like, seriously, man, uh, Laura Loomer gets banned. And you get a lot of people, even conservatives, rolling their eyes saying, oh, it's Laura Loomer. But then C.J. Pearson, who is just a 16-year-old conservative black dude, he got banned today as well. And no one knows why. Hmm. They reinstated him. We also heard Jesse Kelly banned for no reason. It's like, come on, man, at this point, I think it's fair to say Twitter absolutely does not like conservatives, like plain and simple. They didn't ban Trump, though, right? They're not going to ban Trump. Well, I think they should ban Trump. Yeah, Trump's money. They should ban him. Trump brings so you know, many eyes to that platform that weren't going there before. He made he made Twitter historically relevant. But, you know, there was that one rogue employee who deleted his account for like an hour. Some well, garlic, it was like, like eight that. minutes, right? He was getting fired yeah, and leaving okay, and he did it. He, he, it was down for like eight minutes. And they found out, yeah. and I think he was already on his way out, so he was like, fuck it. I'm going to delete the president. My, one of my favorite tweets is from Glenn Greenwald. He said, perhaps the one group that is incapable of learning their lesson is the left cheering for the censorship on social media, not realizing that they're the first in line once this stuff becomes normalized. Yeah. I'm not going to cheer for it, but I, I, I mean, they're going to do whatever they want to do, right? Like how 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 can they be stopped? Uh, you know, Twitter from regulation. Yeah, I, I mean, then, I mean, isn't there aren't there slippery slopes on that side of it too, though? Like uh, when like, when 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 we're regulating what private businesses are doing, um, as far as who they want interacting with with their business on their platform, like is is Twitter well. Well, it, it, it entirely depends on what you want. So, so let me let me let me start over. It is pretty obvious to everybody how important Twitter has become with Trump using it on a regular basis. If you're not on Twitter, if you are banned from Twitter, you actually won't see tweets from the president of the United States. And sometimes he tweets breaking information. He tweets information that we learn from him. If Twitter is the only place you can get that information, and Twitter restricts you, we've got a we've got a civic crisis where certain people based on their political opinions are not allowed to participate in the public sphere because it's a privately owned public space. We have our political discourse on a private platform. I understand that. But you have to decide whether or not you want a private Saudi funded, yes, the second largest investor is a Saudi prince, platform determining who is or is not allowed to participate in the public in the public sphere. And if a private platform has that right, then look, man, I told this, I, I'm, I'm a liberal. I believe I have no problem with regulation. I told my conservative friends, or I should say I was at an event with conservatives and I told them, listen, if you don't stand up and, and demand that Twitter stop doing this or, or some kind of regulation or something has to, has to be done, maybe a negative right saying Twitter can't do this, 
then your ideas will cease to exist. Like the, the best example I can give of the absolute proof of Twitter's bias is that you look at Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro has no problem saying there's only two genders. Among conservatives, that's basically a fact. But Megan Murphy, a feminist, got banned for saying men aren't women because that idea is considered hate speech among the left. So that means Twitter specifically has a rule in place restricting conservative thought. What if there Plain was what if there was like a I mean, just just asking, what if there was like a publicly funded alternative to Twitter that Trump used instead and there it, it wasn't beholden to the the ideas of a publicly or a, of a privately owned business so instead of giving a social health care he gives a social media yeah well i mean i don't i don't i don't look so you know the thing is there there's an issue with the monopoly that twitter has on this this internet discourse sure you know a, a lot of these big tech companies purpose purposefully strangle out their competition and they're friends with each other I think a really a really good example of first of all, these people all live in Silicon Valley and many of them know each other. And I know this for a fact because I know many of them, too. Yeah. I have been to meetings where, you know, one executive meets with one senior VP from a different company. They know each other. Uh, Twitter. The reason Twitter, you know, Gab gets banned from PayPal because Gab is, has hate speech. According to a study, something like 94 percent of all posts on Gab are not hate speech and only two percent more posts are hate speech compared to Twitter. Why doesn't Twitter get banned from their payment processor? Because Jack Dorsey owns Square and is not going to ban himself from his own payment processor. The, so we can also see a better example is BitChute. BitChute got banned from PayPal. Why? There was no outrage campaign. There was no controversy with, with the users on Gab committing atrocity. Just one day, BitChute gone from PayPal. And I would not be surprised when you realize the people who are investors in PayPal have relations with Facebook and other digital media platforms. If they're like, hey man, BitChute, Bitchute just signed WatchMojo with 19 million subscribers. That's that's competition. You know, we got to give them the X. We can't allow that. Now, that's a conspiracy. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying I would not be surprised considering it's a very tight-knit community of people who all believe the same things. And they and I, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, so I don't know what the solution is, but I'll say this. I'm not going to allow a multinational billion-dollar corporation with foreign interests the right to police political discourse in the United States. Otherwise, we're just handing over political power to foreign interests who can invest in this private company. Well, then I would I would say the real regulation would be to take the power away from them, not not force them to do certain things, but to take it away uh, and, and, and divert it somewhere else. Otherwise, they're still making the money, right? They're like a, they're I mean, they're a, they're a heavily regulated private business making tons of money. I mean, I don't know. Like the oil industry, like the utilities, you know, ComEd, people, you know, PSENG, they're regulated. Because they're, I mean, they're for profit. Because I mean, even before this, right? Uh, before social media and Twitter, what 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 was the equivalent? Was it was it AOL chat rooms? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and AOL used to ban people all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so so it's interesting because there, there really isn't an alternative. I mean, over time, various social media platforms rose to the top and just beat up the competition. And so the issue is, you know, at some point, do we have to say a tool has become so ubiquitous and so consequential for how the public functions? It needs to have some kind of restriction. Now, but, but I'll say this, there actually is a really simple solution. Uh, under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, a, a platform is exempt from liability 
because they are a, not a publisher, they're a platform. That means if Twitter says everyone can post here, then they're not liable for what someone says. But what ended up happening was under the same regulation, they now say, "Did you?" Th this is actually surprising to a lot of people. Did you know Twitter is exempt from civil rights law? If Twitter published right now that, um, you know, I don't know, Mexicans weren't allowed on their platform, you can't sue them. Hmm. Any other business, right, a gay couple at a bakery, you, you can sue for that. But Twitter is exempt for this under Section 230. The solution is actually really simple. Twitter, if you want to police legal speech, you are a publisher. Just like the Wall Street Journal chooses what appears on their front page, Twitter curating certain ideas off their platform is choosing what appears on their platform. Therefore, they lose Section 230 protections. There you go. And that way, the what ends up happening is the only speech that can be banned is illegal speech, which is literally like inciting to violence, right. uh, sending people to you know threats and all that stuff. That, that that's it's that simple. Take right now, the government is protecting Twitter. Take away that protection. Let them bring it back to the free market. How does that sound? Hmm. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. I wasn't aware of that. Um, yes. Has, has anyone tried to play that card with them, saying that they have to give up these protections? Because of they were they were um, not necessarily, but they were sued by that. Um, what's his, what's uh, um, what's that guy's name? He's the the white supremacist guy, uh, Jared Taylor. George, I don't know, I don't remember his name, but uh, yeah, maybe Jared Taylor. No, no, <laughs> there's like a, a a well known. I don't know if he's a white nationalist. I don't know what his deal is. They call him a white supremacist, but he sued because he got banned, and he said that he didn't break any of the rules. And there's a contract when you agree to the terms of Twitter. And I don't know. I don't think his his play was that uh, they have Section two thirty protections, but it was it was brought up in court, and this was actually where people realized how blatantly powerful we've made these online companies. When a judge, I think it was what happened was the judge asked the lawyer for Twitter, "Could you ban a gay person for being gay?" And Twitter said, "Well, of course, but we wouldn't want to." Hmm. And it, in court, you're right. Twitter can literally tw like online web like websites are the only business, I believe, that are allowed to discriminate based on what's already hammered into the 1960, was it the 19, Civil Rights Act of 1964, I think. So a restaurant can't say, hey, you know, no this race. A restaurant can't deny gay people. Twitter can, Facebook can, YouTube can. You can literally make a website that is racist and it is legal. And that, that confuses the hell out of me. It's like, either we're gonna enforce the rules or we aren't, right? Yeah, I got banned on Reddit. Our fat people hate for being fat. I was. Did you really? Yeah, they caught me being fat. I was just there being fat. You were fatting they, around. Yeah, I was just fatting around. They banned me. I, I, I guess I thought I thought it was part of my civil rights, but I guess I didn't. I didn't have those rights on our fatting around. There's something else I wanted to cover. We we, we have a guest. Uh, we we have a Patreon guest that we're going to bring on for a segment in a little bit here. But before we do that, uh, I wanted to show everyone this story. Someone someone showed this to me today. Uh, Washington becomes first state to pass net neutrality protections into law. Yeah. So there's state laws that are trying to reverse the, the changes to net neutrality that were made. Does that mean that I can start pressing charges when people ban me for being fat? No, I don't think so. That's not what that means? Shit. No. No. Yeah. A lot of these, you know, I'm, I'm really skeptical on a lot of these laws. I, I tend to lean in favor of net neutrality, but that's only based off of my general understanding. I haven't done a deep dive into it for the most part. I probably know more than the average person. But there's an issue when you have, you know, left wing, like, I, I don't even want to say left wing. I'll say like far left. Like there are some digital rights groups that believe, don't believe in science that are pushing for certain, you know, proposals like Section 230 
that worry me. And what happens is when they start you know, producing propaganda about net neutrality, I get worried that they're lying and that I don't actually know what's really going on. Well, I mean, everybody's probably lying, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're just stuck in the fucking middle. I'm over here thinking about those gay cakes, how good those cakes must be if the gays still want to fight the bigots for the wedding cakes. That must be some good-ass cakes. <laughs> good gay cakes? Yeah, those gay cakes must be really good if they're willing to go to the bigots to get them. Like, I, I kind of want to try that bigotry that, cake uh, now. My, I could be wrong, but I think that was on purpose. Like, the, the gay couple sought out a bakery on purpose that they knew would reject them. Oh, that, I could be wrong about that, but I, I, someone told me that. I, I don't know. Fact check I, I me. Do, I, don't, I, don't I know think it's one. been happening quite a bit, I and know. I think there was uh, a couple that went around trying to do that afterwards. But I don't know if that the original is it because they that. wanted to make the news, basically. Well, I, th I think they were trying to do. Uh, they were make hoping. a stink, make a stink. But here, here's the thing with that case: it was not an issue of a baker saying, "I refuse to serve gay people." It was an issue of a baker saying, look, I'll service you. You can have a cake. I'm just not going to write a message on the cake that it, that it goes against my views. I, you can't force me to speak. Hmm. That was that was that, that's my understanding of the, of the issue. And so my question is, what would happen if the roles were reversed? What if a Christian went into West Hollywood into an LGBTQ friendly bakery and asked them to make a cake that has Leviticus written on it where it says that, you know, you, you kill homosexuals? Would they be compelled to do it? I think the answer is it's possible yes they would be compelled to do it yeah i mean that would be a very unique cake to make yeah it has like, some gay people making a queer kill cake <laughs> that's fucked yeah, but no 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 no. but but look you know leviticus has that line about a man lying sure. with a man what would happen if you went to a bakery and said i want this on my cake it's for a religious ceremony i think we if gotta they say no they have to yeah we i gotta mean, try I mean, i'm not a lawyer there you know, was a story there's a story that we covered on here like four years ago where this guy, he named his son Adolf Hitler. That was really his son's name. And he went to some bakery and tried to get a cake that said happy birthday Adolf Hitler on it. And the first bakery wouldn't do it. But um, eventually they did. I think they went to Walmart or something. <laughs> Walmart said, did, yeah. Yeah, like whatever. All the time. That's That actually is a civil rights violation too in most states right now. Maybe not most, but... New York, New Jersey, I believe Pennsylvania, I know for a fact California, have uh, civil rights law for trans protection that don't specifically say trans. It just says you can't discriminate based on someone's name, whether or not you think their name or their clothing adheres to a specific social norm. And uh, in New York in New York and New Jersey, and, and probably California, actually it gets a little bit more extreme than that in, uh, in that you can make up a gender and then demand access to that gender's facility. So... Uh, it's it's complicated, but theoretically, you could demand um, like a I, I'm not making this up a hydro gender bathroom. That there's actually a Tumblr list that says hydro gender is like the 45th gender, and if you go to a facility that doesn't accommodate you, you could make that argument. But to actually go towards their law and not try to argue outside of it, New York recognizes 31 genders. So if you go to a new facility, if someone opens a new building and they only have male and female, they're definitely in violation of civil rights law. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm derailing, but the general idea yeah. is, if you if you tell someone your name is Adolf, they have so go to go to Starbucks. You know, Starbucks will yell out your name when you order a coffee. Say yeah, what's your yeah, name? Yeah. I'll write out the thing. Tell them your name's Adolf Hitler. And if they don't yell it out, that's a violation of New York human rights law. Hmm. Wow. Now yeah. I gotta go to New York. It's <laughs> it's it, it, it look it, it is complicated. The the, the general idea is in New York, any public accommodation, which means any kind of service. So the accommodation is that they yell your name to let you know your drink's ready. They do it for everybody. If they don't want to yell your name, it's a violation of human rights law. 
they can do it, and it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine if it's proven that they they willfully did this. What if it's they can't pronounce your name? Like, there's a lot of names that are mispronounced all the time. Like, what if you just like like say Yusef, and you're like Yusef, and they're like, well, that's not my name. Well, that's it, as long as they tried. They can't. Okay. That, that's the issue, right? Yeah, if they if they don't try or they refuse to try, you know. So, like, w one thing is. Uh, in Washington, D.C., political ideology is a protected class. So now a bunch of actual American neo-Nazis are moving to D.C. because you can literally walk into uh, a restaurant carrying you know, like a Nazi flag and they can't throw you out. They might be able to throw you out for having a big object, but you could wear whatever you want. They can't say no. It would be, it would be against the law. Washington, D.C. is uh, pretty... pretty it's weird that city, it's the federal district, and, but weed is legal there and everything. It's kind of interesting how that yeah. worked out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring our Patreon guest. He uh, He's a $100 patron, and he uh, he paid to join us for a segment. I'm going to play the intro, and we'll bring uh, our buddy in here, too. Let's What's up, man? Hello, drunken peasants. Hey, How's it going? It's going all right. Welcome back. Thanks for being a patron. We appreciate it. Uh, so, why do you choose? Why do you choose the news segment to come on? You're just more interested in that. Yeah, basically, I think I have more to say in that segment. Like, like crazy people. It's just like, oh, he's crazy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. So. Here's here's the news I, people sent me today, Tim. You can tell me if this is, is even really news, because sometimes I do get stuff and I watch and I'm like, I don't even know if this is really news. And this is, and people told me I needed Tim Pool to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> we're learning. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is actually the first thing I heard today. Here's the blockbuster development in this whole Russia investigation, bringing together the two most formidable thorns in the president's side. Special counsel Robert Mueller and... Mr. Cohen, Mr. Cohen, Mr. Cohen, can you just talk to us? Mr. Cohen, just... And the man who has known Trump's deepest secrets for years is his personal attorney, Michael Cohen. Today, Cohen signed a plea agreement in court after admitting that he lied to Congress. And no, this is not the first guilty plea for Cohen. This is the first time, though, that it is with. <laughs> I don't know. Like, w no matter what, this guy, this guy definitely regrets being Donald Trump's lawyer because <laughs> he has fucked like so many ways. Is I Giuliani still his lawyer? What? Does, does Trump still have Giuliani on the team? I don't know. Probably. Huh. Maybe. I think many people regret being employed by Trump. I don't know. He's gone through a huge list of staff right now. Yeah. They're saying he wants to get rid of Kirsten Nielsen at the DHS. Oh, yeah, definitely. He fires people a lot. Even Omarosa's not happy with him, and that was his ride oh, yeah. or die. Yeah, so that's that's rough when you lose the favor of Omarosa. I think Meatloaf got like was done with Donald Trump. I didn't watch that show. You didn't watch The, the Apprentice? Because no, no. Meatloaf was like, he cried in Donald Trump's arms, basically. <laughs> That's love, right? Okay, there. now I'm regretting not watching it. Yeah, now Meatloaf's like, nope, I'm not my president. But then he pitches some Omaha steaks. 
I just ordered some. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap, man. Good filet mignon. Yeah, we've yeah. actually had them as a sponsor before on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right prosecutors. Yeah. Today's plea deal was about a proposed Trump Tower project in Moscow. Cohen testified the conversations ended in January of 2016. But court documents detail Cohen was talking and coordinating uh, regarding this project as late as June of that year with multiple people, including then presumed why's, Republican nominee. Why is he dressed like Donald the fucking Trump. lawyer from a The short Simpsons? Time after Cohen appeared at that plea <laughs> hearing in downtown Manhattan this morning, the president. Yeah, that was straight Lionel Hutz attire. Right there. He was given a fairly long. Uh, Trump always <laughs> does interviews in front of like a, a, an Harrier airplane. Jet engines. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. a lot of background noise. He always gives the interview right next to something very loud. Jail sentence, and he's a weak person. <laughs> and by being weak, unlike other people that you watch, uh, he's a weak person. And so why why was he your lawyer then? Well, if he's weak, I, I don't know. At the time, Trump trusted him. You'll, you'll, you'll notice, you know, Trump will smear someone, and then as soon as they're on the team, he'll compliment them. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, that's what he does. Yeah, like, Finger. okay, like like Ted Cruz. So uh, I, I want to I ask Trump if he thinks Ted Cruz could be president. Because he said Obama can't be president because Obama was born in another country. And Ted Cruz was born in Canada, so that yeah. means well, that, that, well, that that was in the debate actually. They, they debated about it, and Ted Cruz said he would renounce his Canadian citizenship or something like that because he's a dual citizen. I think maybe so, I'm wrong. Well, I mean, Obama like would have been a dual citizen too because his mom. So even if the thing about Obama being born in Kenya was true, Obama's mom was born in the U.S., which is the same reason Ted Cruz has citizenship because his mom was born in the U.S. Yeah. So. But but I don't know. I, I if he renounced his Canadian citizenship, that shouldn't make a difference if he wasn't born here, right? I don't know. But like, yeah. Obama wasn't even like born outside the United States, right? I'm, like, I'm just giving them yeah. that. I'm just saying, even if that's true, you know. You know, let, talking about Cohen, I'm starting to get really skeptical on everything that's going on because it's been two years. There's no evidence of collusion. Now you've got this fake story in the Guardian, which they're claiming, you know, Paul Manafort met with Julian Assange. Both sides are saying that's not possible. Uh, Manafort's passports don't even show him being in London at that time. What I think happened with this Cohen thing, I think, this is just my opinion, I think Mueller's desperate and what he's doing is trying to lay perjury traps. So what he did was he got some information from Michael Cohen, didn't publicize it, then asked Trump to submit his questions, but Trump was smart. Trump did it in writing and that's important. Now, uh, Mueller has the answers, then he, he reveals what he actually knows about these meetings. The thing is, though, if Trump gave his answers in person, Mueller might have perjury. But because Trump wrote them down, it would be very easy for Trump to simply write in every answer, to the best of my recollection, I believe this is the case, but I could be wrong. In which case, there's no intent to, to, to lie. So Mueller, you know, if he got an in-person interview, it would have been bad for Trump, but I think Trump's lawyers, you know, protected him on this one. And I think this is going to go nowhere. I think you're we'll right. See, you know, I I knew that that's what was going on when he was he was responding with written answers. I I knew, yep. yeah, it's true. What he's trying to do is get a reduced sentence, so he's lying about a project that everybody knew about. I mean, we were very open with it. We were thinking about building a building. I guess we had in a form. It was an option. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, we decided. I decided ultimately not to do it. 
there would have been nothing wrong if I did do it. If I did do it, there would have been nothing wrong. That was my business. So he's lying very simply to get a reduced sentence. Okay, quick fact check. Very few people actually knew of this Trump Tower project uh, in Moscow at the time. It came to light after the presidential inauguration. And here is why Cohen's plea deal with Mueller matters so much. Among the many questions, it raises the possibility of Trump concealing his business dealings with a foreign power, in this case, Russia. It also raises the questions of whether the Kremlin had leverage over Trump while he was a candidate and as people were voting for him all through the primary season that spring. And finally, think about what this may mean for the future of the Russia investigation. We know that Cohen has shared information with Mueller's team at least seven different times and through this plea agreement, Mueller has put on court record that Cohen is telling the truth. We start with the guy who was shouting questions this morning. So, I don't know. I, you know Why what? should I trust Michael Cohen? What, what is his word worth? Why is he worth more than Trump? It's just he said, she, he said, she said. It's just, this is ridiculous. I'm getting sick and tired of what's going on with Mueller. It just feels like there's nothing there. And I've, I've talked to some journalists who are, you know, deep in the Trump-Russia stuff who are adamantly convinced it's true. Trump is working for Putin, all that stuff. And I'm just like, dude, after two years, you could show me some evidence, man. I get it. Paul Manafort has some like fraud convictions and he's in prison. But what are they getting people on? Perjury? Someone, someone, you know, told you the wrong detail about some, some email they sent. It's like, look, man, you, I need something more than that. But hey, maybe it'll come out. I don't know. Well, it's yeah, right it's now, true. It's true. If they had enough. To get him on something, he'd he'd be you know. But also, he'd be they don't right now, and well, they'd be. They don't want to. They don't want to half-ass it either. This is a big get. If they do have something, they have to make sure they get it all right, and it could take years. You you don't you don't throw um, your fucking uh, your your investigation out the window when they tell you're sure. Especially with the FBI, they have what a ninety three percent conviction rate. Uh, they, they don't fuck around until they have yeah, it but, locked in. But that- Right, right. The conviction rate's high because they only go after cases they can prove. Yeah, I don't quite understand, like, how does Russians have, like, political leverage over Trump because he planned some projects on well, in Moscow? Well, so, some people were, were claiming that the Russians had, you know, dirty, what, what, like... Trump did some shit over there that they were blackmailing him over. Yeah, or there was like PP tapes well, where, where they thought that yeah, Trump that got peepeed so on. Man. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's different. Yeah, like, yeah I, that, I, I understand that, that stuff, but like oh. this stuff that Cohen has been talking about is like some building projects that he was going gonna have, but then cancelled because like he was running for president and people did it like Russians. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I think. Uh, yeah, it just feels like craziness. A lot of people, it's a conspiracy theory, but a lot of people think Putin yep. has his hand up Trump's ass and Trump's actually a puppet named Donnie. Donnie. You don't know. You don't know. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. I think we're going to see something unfold soon. I don't know if they'll put it out even before Trump gets reelected. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what will happen. I think they got something on him, but I could be completely fucking wrong. Mm. I, I, I just. So. I, I don't. I, I don't expect so. it to be out yet. That's that's my my theory. Well, is that, 
Here, here's the thing. I think whatever does come out against Trump, it's not going to be for Russia collusion. It's going to be for something else. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, you know, we found this crime. It's like, yeah, you investigate everybody. You'll find there's so much law. There's so much ridiculous, circuitous. But not just that. It's There are certain things that are only illegal if you have intent, right? If you if you accidentally, if someone asks you, what did you have for breakfast? And you said, um, I had peanut butter and jelly. Aha, you had eggs. Therefore, you lied to me. That's illegal. Well, you just forgot. I mean, what if you got? It's like they can just claim you you did something with intent. They can make the intent up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it plays out. But I do think that I do think if they had a way of getting rid of them, they would have already tried. I think they're I, I think they're working yeah, for on two it. years. Yeah, I'm, I, I, the case could take a lot longer. They took uh, damn near two years to get my boy Martin Shkreli. <laughs> and, and only half of those cases stuck. Yeah, you, uh, Billy will advocate for Martin Shkreli <laughs> more than most froze. people would. Oh, okay, I'll fix it. But yeah, I mean, I've heard for some people that what Martin did happens all the time. Yeah, he just pissed off the wrong people. Yeah, you know. He bought a Wu-Tang album and made national news and <laughs> said some shit and America <laughs> hated him. And Yeah, that's why. That's why. Well, I mean, if you look well, he at had, what he, he did. Had to turn over the Wu-Tang, you know? <laughs> yeah. He played the bad guy very well. And I think uh, America needed a bad guy at the moment because they couldn't blame Trump because Trump yep. was winning. They needed somebody to take the L. Well, the, they didn't like it because he jacked up the price of that medication. And the next thing we know, he's indicted on you know fraud charges. Yeah. According to Billy, that medication is rarely used in it. It's not for HIV patients. It's, it's HIV patients mean? suffer from it. It's for toxoplasmosis, which basically you get from having a lowered immune system and cats. Like it's inside cat feces, and you breathe that shit in, and it makes you very sick. And the uh, drug Daraprim, it's one thousand to two thousand to three thousand people use it, and it's a. a and short where'd you get this information? From uh, the, the Consumer Reports, <laughs> from Martin. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I mean, and, and his attorney. Not his attorney. I talked directly with my guy. <laughs> I, I I I was trying to find one person that couldn't get the drug and then died because they couldn't get their hands on the drug. He gave away sixty percent of it for free. It was part of the the business model. People who couldn't afford it would get it. He went to Great Lakes to get the drugs to people. That he went to the Great Lakes. He went to the Great Lakes. Oh, he couldn't really publicly defend himself when they <laughs> when they brought him against the, uh, the 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 Supreme Court or whatever when they brought him into Congress. He couldn't he couldn't talk because he was being federally indicted for something completely unrelated to the the drug price hike. So he had to remain quiet because you know, he's like one thing he says could get him fucking uh, screwed over. This is why I think the Democrats are never going to win again, because the media wants to get whatever story they can, no matter how ridiculous it sounds, and they want to come after you. So Michael Avenatti, you know, he gets accused of domestic violence and everyone goes crazy with it because they love a juicy story that generates traffic and makes some money. Here's the thing. You can you can come out with audio tapes of Trump saying grab by the pussy and Trump supporters laugh and Trump supporter women put on shirts saying, you know, grab me by the pussy Trump. What yeah. happens then when you get someone like Beto O'Rourke running for the Democrats and the media comes after him and tries to find anything? The left will tear them to shreds and the Trump supporters don't care. You know, so it's this kind of this kind of outrage. Like with, with, with what I don't I don't know everything happened to Martin Shkreli, but I do know that the media did not care about what was true. They cared about dogpiling him because it was getting him traffic. But, you right. know, there's a villain yeah. to go after. It makes us money. And this 
same thing with like the senators and congressmen that went after him. They get to get revoted because they took down the bad yep. guy. So it's, it's, exactly. it was a dog pile. Yeah, and Netflix did a series called Dirty Money, and they used his face as the big like um, catcher for the series. And you click on his face, and then you have to find the one episode that he's in, and it's like twelve episodes. And it's only he's only in like the first two minutes of the episode, and they use him as an introduction to how many people yep. are actually really doing what he does on a, a oh, larger man. scale. And it's like if he's such a bad fucking guy, and you're gonna put him right on the fucking thumbnail of your video. Like at least have more than two minutes saying what a bad guy is, and not just move on to the actual bad people. But we we focus on who we we want to hate. Um, I have another Trump story that came out today. We'll play it in a moment here. I did want to draw some attention to our goal up <coughs> up on top. It's for uh, it's from today up until the end of Saturday's bonus show. Yeah, that's right. You guys already earned a bonus show. You already did it. Already did it. Nice. There's a new goal up there though, uh, where I will eat the hot sauce that made Billy scream like a, a girl on episode I scream like 500. A man. Okay. Yeah. I I will eat. Uh, uh, some of that hot sauce. It you, might happen tonight. Are you it might... some food? If you get your food, will you put it on your food? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we if we make the goal. Oh, and also uh, coming up on the thirtieth. Don't forget uh, private show for for all of our patrons, five dollars and up. It's the second one this month. Check it out. Follow the link. Become patrons. We appreciate it. Here's uh, so another thing they're talking about is I guess Trump was supposed to meet with Putin and now he's canceled it. President Trump has abruptly canceled his meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin at this weekend's G20 summit in Buenos Aires. The president uh, writing this based on the fact that the ships and sailors have not been returned to Ukraine guys. from Russia. I have decided it would be best for all parties concerned to cancel my previously scheduled meeting in Argentina with President Vladimir Putin. I look forward to a meaningful summit again as soon as the situation is resolved. And but. he's replacing this summit with one in Saudi Arabia, I think. Is he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, no, he's going golfing. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. He goes golfing. <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes golfing a lot. He does. He, I he, remember there was a good question in Twitter, like, why is USA still, like, uh, holding good relationships with Saudi Arabia when apparently USA is now currently the leading oil producer in the world? Like, uh, Tim Pool do you really need that much deal. oil? A beautiful bird. <laughs> so, Tim, we I have a. Say it's just. Oh, oh we, we have a donator here on the channel who asks everybody to, to tell uh, his bird that he's beautiful. His bird's named Dusty. Would you tell Dusty he's a beautiful bird? Yes, Dusty, you're a beautiful bird. Okay, thank you. Now, sorry Dusty. I interrupted that line of thought. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the the alliance with Saudi Arabia is just about oil. I think it's just about regional power. And are we going to risk an alliance? Look, I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia is a fundamentalist religious state that has a bunch of human rights violations. So mm. it's tough. But are we going to say, hey, we're not going to be allies with you anymore because of this particular incident with this journalist? Which it was bad. We should, we should, there should be something. Yeah. But the problem then is Russia is going to walk right in and say, "Hey, Saudi Arabia, we got your back." And yeah, they're like, so it's, it's tough. Man. It's like the weirdest alliance, I think. Like the Saudi Arabia, like the, you know, the current radicalist Muslim uh, movement started in basically from there, the Salafist movement, and they, with their oil money, they basically published it around the Saudi area you know didn't, uh, didn't saudi arabia fund the 9-11 terrorists basically yeah something like that so, so that's like the weirdest alliance ever like those those guys who fought 
funded those attacks on our nation. Let's be friends with them. Well, didn't we fund Afghanistan originally in the eighties too? Like, yeah, like it's. Yeah. It, oh yeah, we 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 built up the Mujahideen, which became Al Qaeda. Yeah, like, congratulations, CIA. Good job. The paper so trail's got to go back to like three people. Yeah, but that's that's what we do. We build them up so we can knock them down. That's America, man. You got to put the bowling pins oh, yeah. up before you can fucking hit that steer, right? But so 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 here, here's here's something interesting, right? We just saw Russia, you know, seize these ships, capture these soldiers. And I have a lot of people telling me, like, oh, it's nothing, man. If this was if this was going to be a big conflict, we'd have seen it. And the yeah, reason well, for that is is yeah. that people look at history from a condensed perspective, where it's like, World War II started here and this happened, but they don't realize that the war spanned over years, and there were probably weeks where nothing happened, you know? Uh, we're so talking this, about the Ukrainian thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Ukrainian thing might might be a catalyst for some significant yeah. World War Three scenario. We just it's not know. like they. It's not like they have been fighting for like a couple of years there. <laughs> like, no, but I mean, this is this is a, definitely an escalation. I yeah, mean, yeah, I know, I know. Assuming I know. assuming the the annexation of Crimea would have been the start of something. Here's what will happen, right? Right now we're like, oh yeah, Russia annexed Crimea. It's contentious. The West doesn't agree it was legitimate. Now they're seizing ships in, in Ukraine. It's just a local skirmish. It has nothing to do with the rest of the world. In fifty I have, years, I have actually a theory about this. I think Russians were basically just deciding that they have these areas that they are um, renting from Ukraine because they have like military bases all over there because of Soviet Union. So they decided one day that we shouldn't be renting these, uh, sorry, paying any more for these. So let's just take them for us. And well, it's, it's, it's... I think that that's the basis for the conflict. I think I think with Crimea itself is that if if U Ukraine goes to NATO and not the Russian Trade Federation, Crimea controls the strait into the Black Sea and Russia needs that uh, access. That's true. They so so they're like if we don't take this, we're losing a major strategic, you know, position. So they took it. They just took it. And they yeah. and it was it was subversive and we all know it was subversive. But the point I'm making is that to us it's kind of like oh that happened a few years ago, it's nothing now. In 50 years, after we've wiped up the planet with you know nuclear bombs, we might go. All of this started when Russia annexed Crimea. You know what I mean? We don't we don't know mm. where the, the big conflict starts because we're in it. And it's like yeah. how how many grains of sand until you have a heap of sand? Well, until we do, we won't know. I must say, it's not fun to be in the neighboring country to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean. There were there was another former Soviet territory that they kind of flexed their muscles into. Uh, in uh, they went into Georgia a while back. Oh yeah, even before yeah. the Crimea thing. So they still go into some of those old places and act like they still run the place. And I noticed. Hey, girl. Have you ever looked <laughs> at a map and noticed that there's a little piece of Russia that's not connected to the rest of Russia, and it's it's on it's the. Uh, it's the Lithuania. Yeah, yeah, Kaliningrad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, north of Lithuania. It's on the Baltic so Sea, right? Have, uh, yeah, I actually have friends in Lithuania who started freaking out during the annexation of Crimea because Russia was uh, was mobilizing its its uh, artillery and soldiers on the borders of Kaliningrad. And they're like, yeah, we think it's about to kick off. And I think that was just Russia getting prepared if the U.S. retaliated for Crimea, then it kind of simmered down. Yeah, but there's they have like basically their own little like little base in the yeah. middle of Europe. Yeah, it's it's because of the Second World War, like it was part of Germany before. 
the war and then after the war it was like this area that's not basically for anybody so russia just kept it yeah so <laughs> mine yeah basically yeah. <laughs> yeah world war three will come but i don't think it's gonna i don't think war will ever be the same way i think it's gonna be coercive it's gonna be manipulative like I'm, I'm pretty sure what what we know for sure is that Russia is manipulating social media, but it's not this narrative we hear prim, pr, pr, uh, primarily from CNN that they're yeah. trying to get Trump elected. They're actually supporting Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter. The the, the Russian infiltra- the Russian manipulation is trying to get people to yeah. fight each other in the streets. Exactly, it's, it's yeah. working. That's... They're, they're, they're 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 getting these people to advocate for open borders so that it erodes U.S. as a nation. It's it's all this. You know. I... We used to have when when we first started this channel, if we would ever have anything about Putin in our thumbnail or in the title, uh, a bunch of pro Putin trolls would come and and kind of like try to counteract anything we say we said about Putin. You think they were, it really did happen? They were bots, Putin bots. That's they love crazy. it, man. But but it's, but people they love Putin in Russia, man. He's like mm. a strong, powerful leader who gets them what they want. Yeah, well, that was. I think it's mostly because they had like two couple of decades like without any leaders, so they were desperate for somebody to lead them. I'm willing to bet though that yep. Putin has like troll, like he has. And I'm not saying him directly, but his, uh, you know, administration has people influencing the internet. Absolutely, troll army. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, they 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 have. Um, the, the troll house, right? Uh, Adrian Chen went to went there, and you know, I I don't know to what extent, but I remember he did a story a few years ago about it. Yeah, not the troll house. What we have to okay, do is start. Uh, uh, also, too, I think this is important to bring up because everyone talks about Russian meddling, but it was I think 2012 when Barrett Brown and Project PM released emails showing that the U.S. Air Force was buying social media sock puppet accounts. To manipulate people in the Middle East, basically, mm-hmm. one one cyber command officer would operate fifty Twitter accounts pretending to be citizens of various Arab nations mm-hmm. to manipulate public opinion. So it's not like we don't do it. Sure. And as far as we know, we did it first. Hey, you know what's even scarier? Nobody's talking about the Chinese. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> man, they're taking over the world right now. While we're complaining about Russia. Yeah. They've got they've, they've got investment in in Africa and South America. They're building a Nicaraguan canal to bypass the Panama Canal. Mm. Yeah, China's taken over, and we can't stop it. For all yeah, for all we know, China's orchestrating all this, and we've lost already. <laughs> yeah, that that's the biggest twist. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I remember the other day I heard somewhere uh, that the vast majority of Bitcoin that's mined it comes out of China hmm. because. You know, I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and you, you know, you can basically use computers to mine Bitcoin. So they probably just have these huge buildings full of computers and that are just mining Bitcoin all day. They do. Mm. They absolutely do. That's yeah. actually what's, what what caused one of the biggest price spikes is when uh, the China as a government bought it. But then there's been some up and downs because they banned it and then regulated it, and it was going back and forth. But you know, one of one of the big things too is people don't realize is that China. Uh, Chinese citizens are buying up real estate all over the place. They're buying up real yeah. estate in Brazil. They're buying up real estate in the United States. Yep. And now you've got a weak look. Millennials in the U.S. aren't buying houses. You know who is Chinese citizens? Chinese properties and, and, and real estate and reinvestment. They're buying up our land. 
Yeah. Yeah, that actually reminds me of this problem we had in Finland for a couple of years ago that when Russia's economy was actually pretty good, they were buying a lot of real estate in a Finnish border area. And actually a couple of months ago we had a huge, uh, Finnish police had a huge raid on a, a Russian estate that and they like recovered like uh, millions and millions of uh, money laundering like how do I say it? but yeah well like we always have been like really aware of <laughs> Russian things like what are they gonna do next like uh, I mean but, uh, apparently they are currently selling those uh, estates so apparently I guess they failed their plan <laughs> yeah yeah I mean even Just in my buy, buy your country yeah, even in my hometown, there was like huge, uh, even commercial businesses that were bought out by Chinese investors. So yeah, I got some buddies out here who are always trying to get property to open like uh, recording yeah. studios and stuff. And every time they'll go put some money down, some Chinese investor will give a cash offer and, and take it out from underneath them. So they just stopped looking for property. It was like every single time they'd find a good deal, it would get swooped up. Check this out. Uh, a woman was in Mexico vacationing with her family and she drank some alcoholic beverages that were actually served to her in the the high-end resort that she was staying at. She wasn't at some weird bar somewhere or anything like that. And the uh, the alcohol was so tainted that she died from it. Damn. The family of a Damn. Wisconsin woman who died after possibly drinking tainted alcohol is now suing the Mexican resort that served her. Abby Connor oh, drowned shit. in a pool at yep. the Star Hotel and Resort in Riviera Maya after drinking while on vacation with her family in January of 2017. Her family alleges that the resort knew the alcohol they gave the 20-year-old was poisonous. Vladimir Dutier of our streaming network CBSN is here with new details from this lawsuit. Yeah, Vlad, good, morning. good morning. Abby Connor's family says her death was entirely avoidable at the hands of the Ibero Hotel and Resort. Now, nearly two years later, they've filed a lawsuit asking for the resort to be held responsible. Abby Connor had only been at Ibero Star Paraiso Del Mar for a few hours in January 2017, when her family says hotel staff served her and her older brother Austin tainted alcohol at a hotel pool. Soon after, her family says Abby was found by hotel staff floating face down while her brother was drowning nearby in shallow Fuck. water. Abby later died at a Florida hospital. Her brother survived. According to the new... So what, they fly, They flew her from Mexico to Florida to take her to the hospital? What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Don't trust us. I don't... <laughs> Mexican hospitals, apparently. Yeah, I wonder how far... You guys ever hear this? that... You ever hear that story of... There was this, this chick who was at a party, and they mixed a bunch of different alcohols and hot sauce and, like, pepper together, and then she shot it, had an allergic reaction to just the combination, and her whole face sw swole up permanently, like her face forever. Permanently. Just, yeah. Ooh. Yep. Permanently. They couldn't do anything. Like it's just like, you know, her whole face exploded like a balloon, and she That's was nice. hot too. She was like, like I don't, I don't, I don't remember the exact story, but she was. I don't know how old she was. So I'll just say it was like an, a young, attractive person partying at like a college party. Yeah. Who now looks like you know, like a her face is all like a garbage pail kid. And also, remember, this is another story, like totally off the off the rails here. But 
The guy who ate that snail or whatever, who just died recently. Oh yeah. You, 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 hear, you hear about this one? He, he got yeah. par- he, someone dared him to eat a snail and he ate it and he got a parasite and got paralyzed right away. Oh, so and it, then he died. Okay, okay. I was thinking escargot, but you're talking about just like uh, they saw a snail crawling on the, on the ground. ground and they yep. ate. Oh god. That's some shit I would have done when That's I was dumb young. As fuck. I would have done exactly. it exactly. That's yeah. what's scary about it. Yeah, because, dude. 90% of my friends would have been like, I'll drink the snail, you know, and like putting their beer and then chugging. I mean, mo- now you're paralyzed. But don't they realize, like, uh, you wouldn't, like, kill a deer and eat it raw? You know what I mean? I, there's uh, there's uh, parasites. You know, I've seen hunters eat the heart right out of the deer. Th- that's crazy. This is the type of people I hang out with, yeah. man. This is going to happen. I'm scared. Japanese eat a lot of raw stuff, so. <laughs> Sure, but it's it's yeah. handled properly properly. And and there there's there's still certain type. I mean like I've had like steak tartare, which is mostly raw steak, yeah. you know. It's just straight raw steak. It's straight up raw. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I like I I I, barely, I don't even cook my burgers. I just put them on the pan and turn the flame on for a second, turn it off and just eat it raw. <laughs> I had some beef carpaccio in Florida, which is raw, like thin sliced beef, kind of like a salad with the thin sliced beef. It was very good. Uh, but, but you can eat beef raw. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. Like it's like a this, wild deer though is going to be you know lousy with parasites, man. You know what right. I mean? I think this news story is more fucked up because like uh, you you aren't supposed to trust the water of places you travel to, but beer is the thing that you're supposed to trust. So god damn it. <laughs> this yeah, isn't well, even beer. This yeah, is yeah. like yeah, it was probably like a mixed drink or something. The the thing is, is that oh. they always tell Americans that are traveling to Mexico just just hang out in the resort and you got nothing to worry about. You know, that's like the oh. one place you should trust the drinks and stuff. The okay. the weird shit is now outside you, of the resort. You know, that's, this this is what I do everywhere I go, every country. I make sure I take a nice big glass of tap water and drink it. Strengthen my immune system, you know? No, while young, you while don't I'm young. do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I swear to God. I was in Turkey, and they told me not to drink the tap water. Like, Crazy you have to, You have to buy uh, bottled water. And I was like, why? <laughs> right? Like, am I going to die if I drink this? Or is it going to strengthen my immune system and make me invincible? Basically, so I drink. What's the worst? Bad shits. Yeah, what's the worst yep, reaction you had? That's right. Actually, uh, when when I was a kid, there was a reporter from my hometown for for the local news station yeah. that went to China and she drank the water and died. <laughs> and it was like a it was, oh. yeah, wow. Yes, it I was in the eighties. But I was in I was in Brazil and I went to this. Have, in Brazil, they have all these little fruit stands on every corner in Rio, and I ordered an acai. And what, they, they 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 take the frozen acai, blend it up into a paste, and you eat it with a spoon like ice cream. And then a day later, I'm super sick. Like, I'm, I'm in the bathroom for an hour, just like food poisoning. And I'm like, dude, oh my God, I don't know what I ate. You know what I should do? I should get some more acai because it's a superfood. It's really healthy. And it's like fresh. I got it. A day, then again, the next day, I'm super sick. And I'm like, man, wow, this must be a really bad bout of food poisoning from something I ate a couple days ago. I better get some more acai. Fresh fruit. <laughs> and then I realized. I realized it was the acai that was giving me food poisoning. And so I ordered fried chicken and I was, I was happy. happy camp. Fried chicken Damn. cured me. Do you shit a lot in yep. foreign countries? Like, is that just your, your you demo? <laughs> you, uh, I no, mean, it's, not, it's not me. Everybody does. Traveler's <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep, yep. See, that's why I don't want to leave America. Because I would have a, a oh, mountain whatever. splash. No, but well, listen, was, listen, listen. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. You know why? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But I read somewhere that the stronger your immune system, the better you smell to women. So that's the plan. Travel to as many countries <laughs> as possible and just touch the ground and then lick your fingers. Oh, in and that you're going to be super hot. You're going to smell great. Yeah, I'm going to start licking the toilet seat tonight. There you go, man. 
<laughs> Did you know that you could shoot yourself lightly so you get immunity to bullets? Ah, yeah. that's a good does that idea. work? I should try. Well, let me let me try that real quick. I think I already have immunity to bullets. Well, first you I start with a Nerf gun, and then you yet. move up to like a BB gun, and then oh, you yeah. move to like airsoft, and you know, before you know it. You're taking fifty you know, calibers. Yeah, <laughs> you're just yeah. sucking down the barrel yeah. of a fucking <laughs> desert eagle. <laughs> Let's yeah. go! Don't worry, I'm immune. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Build immunity to bullets. Ah, if only. Yeah. It's not. It's not a bad life. Like I haven't been. I haven't been killed by a bullet yet. So. I'm yeah, pretty, you, pretty proud. You, you, you avoid getting. What is it? What is it? You get avoid. You avoid getting hit by bullets every day. So yeah. what's the big deal? You know, yeah. if you want to go down to Mexico and go to cartel well, territory, you just yeah. need a vaccine for bullets. Yeah, just I, yeah, like yeah, just mix a bullet with some chemicals and then shoot yourself with it, and then you're fine. I feel like there's a hundred percent chance if I ever went to Mexico where the cartels were, they'd like shoot at my feet and make me dance because I'm so like jolly Would they put and a fat. sombrero down on the ground? I think they would just fuck with me and be like, dance, fat boy. <laughs> and, and, and now we have to say, anybody listening or watching this, do not. Do not shoot yourself. Do not eat bullets. Do not inject bullets. Whatever. It's a joke. Yeah. But I swear to God, someone's going to sue someone and be like, you told me to do it, so I did. Now I'm paralyzed. Yeah, guys. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot we were in America. You can't yeah, build yeah, an immunity exactly. to bullets. You can't sued. build an immunity to bullets by shooting yourself. That was a, a bit on a comedy <laughs> podcast. It was a bit. It was a bit on a comedy but podcast. See, but they're going to say Tim Pool's not a comedian. He's a journalist. So if he says it, it must be true. Oh, shit. So, so no. Well, it's a joke. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't injure yourselves with weapons. I'm, In I'm fact, just, just stay away from, from weapons. Just all of them. Yeah. If you thought of, if you thought for one second that it was true that you could build immunity to bullets, then you shouldn't have guns. Like... You should actually check yourself into a facility that could look after you. Yeah. Like a, a preschool or something. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody could teach you, but man, like, well, hey, man, there are people, you know, like, and and then their family will sue you. Be like, he killed himself because he was told he could be immune to bullets. Yeah. He wanted to be Superman. No, I, I, could, I could see it's it happening, America. especially with our audience. Go, well, I, I told, uh, I told <laughs> someone. Very in, highly of them, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of our audience members, she's legally not allowed to cross state lines in Texas because of how low her IQ is, and she got into oh. some trouble. <laughs> so we got named in a court case for that. But luckily, there were no lawsuits involved. But we just have to be careful because sometimes, sometimes the wrong person hears the right thing, and then boom, they're chewing bullets. I, I don't need that. <laughs> yep. Or. Sticking their hands on toilet seats and licking the toilet seats and things like that. Yeah, don't do that either. If it'll make that me a trick. Oh, that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude. I, ben, oh, by, hey, ben look, left. man. Look, it's, it's different if you want to lick toilet seats, by all means. You, you <laughs> might get sick. But it's, di it's different than shooting yourself, right? I'm, I'm unlucky at love, sick. but lucky at cards. So I was ready to play the fucking hand dealt to me and just start licking toilet seats. Uh, I, I really thought it might work, but... It'll make it more attractive. Yeah. Yeah, it was something I read about how uh, there, in your smell, you're, like people can tell if your immune system is strong or something like that. I don't know. I have to read more into it. But something like that. Yeah. And so the, 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 I yeah. think uh, Koreans actually don't smell anything. Like they don't have bodily odors. They don't smell? Oh, I've heard that. Or they can't smell? Like they don't smell? Like they don't smell. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they, they don't get BO or something. I will say this. Uh, I'm I am part Korean and I certainly did not get those genes because I get oh. you got the stink yeah, genes. Nah. <laughs> but I will say I don't get sunburns. That's my that's my you know my my X Men super super superpower. Really, no sunburns. Nice. 
Yeah, I've been sunburned like once in my life, and it was like because I was really just pushing it, sitting in the sun doing nothing. Huh. I was sunburned for a whole month. Whoa. That wasn't fun. Yeah, I always leave the house once during summer, and I get sunburnt, and I never leave the house again. I'm like, fuck this. This is a waste of my time. Who needs to go out in the sun? Somebody somebody commented, Tim actually has a clue what he's talking about. He doesn't belong on the show with a bunch of loser fans. <laughs> and us loser stoner fans of theirs. I mean, well, here's the trick, man. Maybe I just sound like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, I read I read all day, man. I'm, you can tell I'm kind of tired because I wake up at 6 in the morning and then I just start reading. Nice. Hey, it's then... 3 in the morning for me now. Oh, wow, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. we had the request to have you on and, and like kind of give us learn us the ropes of, of thinking. I think it was thinking, doing some thinking, Lear so. learning good. Yeah, yeah, some good learning. Yeah, learning good. Yeah, I don't know, like the 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 Cohen stuff, Trump and all that. Super complicated stuff. You know, it's hard to know what's actually going on. Some stuff is kind of just yeah. I don't know. Some of it's kind of obvious. Some news. You read stuff and you're like, yeah, yeah. bullshit, that's a lie. Uh, sometimes it's kind of funny to read the Trump t Twitter on the toilets. Like, uh, you know, like he's like super proud that there's 600 more jobs. And then, uh, like, uh, next day, like, some business goes out and 2,000 jobs left. Like, I, I, will, I will say this for Trump he is probably the greatest or one of the greatest presidents we have ever had, and that is not a positive. I am not saying great as in good, I'm saying great as in large and impactful, right? Oh, oh yeah, you'd, you'd, be a, yeah. you'd be a fool to underestimate the impact this man has had on our society, oh. on history. It is absolutely ridiculous what this man is doing. Like oh. in terms of the tweets nonstop, the, the ragging on reporters, like, it's like unprecedented, you know. Yeah. Well, he was unprecedented. Yeah. Unprecedented, just getting in, in not general. having been a politician or yeah. in the military before. That was the first time that had ever happened. Yep. You look at you look yeah. at Donald Trump right now. Uh, when he's gone, is the next president gonna have to follow in his footsteps and be on Twitter all the time talking shit? He's also been a member. Of he's also been a <laughs> member, an active member of both parties. Yeah. And and I'm I'm yeah. almost positive at one point he gave Hillary Clinton money and voted for her. Probably he did. He did. He said he did. Yeah. Yeah. He said he gives money to everybody. And he's in photos with her. They were friends, like, to an extent. But, you know, man, the Democrats rigged the system against Bernie. That's a fact. We know We know yeah. it's true now. It's even It's even been overtly admitted now by, by some staff members. Yeah. And Bernie, Bernie could have won because it was a populist battle. I actually met a bunch of people at these Trump rallies who straight up said, I want to vote for Bernie. Not that I like his far left policies, but he, he's an honest politician who believes in helping the working class and bringing back manufacturing. Trump just doesn't have the experience. But when Bernie got knocked out, they said, oh, well, what, I'm not going to pick Hillary. So Trump's the next best choice. And it was like 12 to 18 percent of Bernie's supporters went to Trump. Like, that's yeah. crazy. You know, like socialist Bernie got they voted for Trump and other big Trump supporters. Hillary was awful, man. I can't, and she might run again in 2020. It's like, come on, man. I don't know. Just, just stop. I don't know. Do you think there's anybody right now in the in the game that can beat Donald Trump? Nope. That's Michael Avenatti, maybe, but really? I think he's done. I think I think I think he's been knocked out. Didn't he get like, me tooed? Or there's well, first first he was accused of domestic violence. Okay, and that that probably ended his like i don't think avenatti would beat trump but he's probably the best chance the left the democrats have <laughs> only because dude trump doesn't play this game he doesn't play this game that all these other politicians play trump will look at you and say you know 
he's not going to call. He's not going to say you. You have a terrible idea on policy with four policy. He's going to yeah. say you're 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 dumbass Dave. Yeah. Dumbass Dave over here thinks he doesn't yeah. even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Hey, this guy's a dumbass, everybody. And then you're like, dude, you're not even arguing. I'll tell you matter. what, though. He's pegged, he's pegged you, man. If Trump can't win Ohio, then there's a good chance he wouldn't win because a Republicans but, uh, never won the presidency without Ohio ever. That's just, <clears> it's not just it's not just Republicans that Ohio has predicted the presidency, I think, um, like 36 out of 38 yeah, elections. Yeah, yeah and literally was, never. Guess, weird. Literally, a but Republican has never won the presidency without it. Hmm. But but the the, the hmm. current analysis on voter data shows that Ohio is likely a, a solid red state right no. of right now. What if, if that, what if, if Sherrod Brown ran for president? You know who he is? No, absolutely not. That would it's never going to work. You don't think like, so? You, you know. Yeah, no way, man. You can you can hear the name and you can look at someone and know whether or not they have staying power. And Beto O'Rourke does not. He looks like look. I'm not trying to rag on the guy, but he seriously does not look like a strong person. What does Trump do? He gets on stage and he bullies everybody, and it works. You don't until, think Beto well, can step to him until someone jumps over the uh, the guardrail and then he's diving for cover? <laughs> no, but I mean, but hold on. When that guy jumped the guardrail, Trump turned around and he didn't run back. Some people actually argue he pulled forward. Like the point is, Trump gets on stage and he insults everybody. He pushes them around. He calls them names, insults them, and that's that's whether or not you think it's appropriate behavior. He's showing he's stronger than them. You look at how Obama speaks. Obama stands up, stands up straight. He's got a furled brow. He looks all pissed off, and he's like, "Hey, we got to do this. We got to do that." And and it, that's strength. Name a Democrat right now who speaks that way. Nope, sorry. Mm. Bernie Sanders, the Black Lives Matter activist, to walk up and say, get yeah. off the stage, and he stand, he backs off and just puts his head down. Yeah, he, that he'd, never, he'd never win against Trump. And that's I, why think, I, they, I, I think he would have won against Trump in, in 2016, right? Like, I think he, it's a strong possibility. If he would have sure, got the push, I think you know. he, was, he was... But we all thought Hillary was going to win. I thought there was no way Trump was going to win. And yeah. that night, I just my jaw dropped, and I, I had to reconsider my whole <laughs> life. Yeah. The whole like, world I think I laughed that. for an hour straight. <laughs> I was on Skype like, call with Lacey Green consoling her. She was, were you really? Was, oh. <laughs> that was a great stream, you by know, the way, Ben. Oh, thank and, you. And, and, and I know Lacey, and I was disappointed that she tweeted that stuff out, but I, I understand. You know, I empathize. She was pissed. You know? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people were. Lacey's a good person. Oh, yeah, we know yeah, her, too. Yeah. 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 She's she's a sweetheart, but, but that night she was shocked like the rest of the the, the left was. I think everybody because yeah. the night before she was like, "Tomorrow, no matter what happens, you guys need to yeah. be, be be aware yeah. that this is the future <laughs> and we have to move with it." And then the next day, <laughs> <laughs> which but if, that's that, that look. This is why I'm saying Avenatti. So here's the thing, man. Now now he's being run through the coals. I don't think he can stand a chance because of all these scandals. But he's the only person in contention for 2020 who stands up straight and insults Trump. And I'm like, that you got. If, if he's going to actually play the schoolyard game with Trump, he might actually stand a chance. I don't think he'll win. But dude, there's no way. Elizabeth Warren, dude, no way, no. man. Never going to. Yeah, no, she's Maybe already she's already knocked out with the Pocahontas thing that where, where that came yeah. out. Trump Trump God, hit her with a so bully, dumb. and she answered back in a way that made anybody who would have supported her. Uh, from that side, say no. You're not a fucking Native American woman. You're, you, you know, gotta. You know. You know how I see it. Like with Elizabeth Warren, Trump is like this high school jock who called. He calls the kid like. Uh, he's like, you're you're a little you know queer kid or whatever. He insults him, and then the kid a week later runs back with like a note. 
No, this this proves I have a girlfriend. You were wrong. <laughs> like, dude, she we lives were just in making Canada. fun of you, man. We didn't we didn't really mean it, you know. Like, we didn't actually expect you to spend a week trying to fabricate a letter to prove you secretly have a girlfriend, dude. It was just we're just making fun of you, you know. Like, Trump was just making fun of her. He doesn't care if she's actually Native American. And then she hires a production crew and does a DNA test and then runs back to wave the papers in front of everybody, and they're all just like, "Dude, we never cared." Like, yeah. we never once cared. This is worse you know? for you, right? Like, we used to pick yeah. on this one kid, a little fat kid, and he had uh, Asperger's. And we, uh, we we would pick on him for being a virgin, right? And so one day he has sex with this girl oh, and videotapes God. it and comes back and shows everybody the video of him having sex with this girl. And we're like, dude, we didn't even care if you had but sex. But even worse for Elizabeth Warren was, was like... Just it, the test said she was what, like one percent or yeah, something. Yeah, it wasn't like no, not even, not even. It was uh, between like it was. It was actually kind of high. It was I think it was between one point seven and like point zero nine four or something. Like really low number. Yeah, it's just it's like come on, man. Why are we? Why are you doing this? It's so embarrassing. That's, that's the story about the virgin. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, he runs back trying to prove it, and I think it's like people like that don't understand how this kind of like locker room dynamics happens, right? I'm literally saying locker room because it's Trump yeah. of like guys punching each other in the arm. Like they're not doing it because they want to hurt you. They're doing it because it's just I, guys insult each other, you know? I think like the, the Trump is like the first American president that's sharing tweet, uh, dank memes on Twitter. So I think like the next president will be the best dank meme sharer. So I fucking I hope not. Go I'm that. sorry. Man. <laughs> I mean, you, that, you, that was the. Uh, sorry, uh, that I think this was the latest thing that uh, Trump shared. It was like the picture of some Democratic people behind bars, and it was yeah, like yeah. text saying "imprison <laughs> them" or something like. Oh Dude, my God! President. The president, president is openly advocating for imprisoning his political adversaries. Should we like, ask John well, Cena to run for president? Yeah. <laughs> did he talk about? Did he? Did he mention it? I, I don't think know the if Rock he did. mentioned. It. The yeah, Rock the Rock did. did. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the Rock would probably run Republican though. He's he's kind of been historically Republican. Yeah. Really? I would vote. That'd be the first time I ever voted for a Republican. <laughs> if, if the Rock won. <laughs> it takes a wrestler to be president. Yeah, I don't care if he vote. was running against my granddad. Like I would vote for the Rock. I'd be like, sorry, Grandpa. Hey. Rock Austin. Hillary versus Trump. That was a terrible, terrible election for people like me. Because I'm like, I'm I'm a moderate liberal you know like i don't i don't believe in this ridiculous nonsense that you see from the far left and this weird just weird i don't know it's weird social justice stuff that's gone so extreme so hillary clinton from like a center left perspective it's like okay she claims to be in this right position but then she's a goldman sachs crony corporatist free trade open borders yeah. internationalist you know cutter turkey pipeline threatening war with syria and russia and i'm like dude i could never vote for that that's ridiculous and then you have trump who is like biggest shit lord? Shit lord. <laughs> he's not a politician. He's got no. He's got no political or, or military experience. He's he's on camera saying this crude this crude stuff, and it's like, I think the best the best uh, statement made about it is not a quote for me. They said Hillary is is an example of everything wrong with our government, and Trump is an example of everything wrong with our culture, and that's why everyone voted for Trump because you can have a guy who's lewd, crude, and rude. As long as he's not the evil corporatist crony, and so it's like for me, I'm like, dude, what? I'm I, I didn't vote. I just 
but I laughed when he went. But is it isn't he corporate as to a degree though? I mean, he's been working yes. in big business and he's a real estate guy oh, in sure. New York City. Well, he put everybody in his his cabinet that is like right. business related. It right, was, even put like uh, Linda McMahon, who's like one of his old business partners. She's probably the least but, dangerous but, but, right, right. appointment. But, and, and look, I didn't vote for the guy, but I think yeah. there's a difference right. between Hillary Clinton, who is considered like, you know, she gives these talks to the big banks, to Goldman Sachs. <clears throat> she's she's like Trump is definitely connected with a lot of these big industries, but he's seen as more of a billionaire outsider, even though he's still like a billionaire and he's been to the Clinton's weddings and all that stuff. He's just yeah. viewed that way. But but, you know, ultimately you have Trump going up on stage saying NAFTA was bad. You know, Bush lied about WMDs and everyone's like, whoa, the you know, the you know, the intercept Glenn Greenwald. They ran a story like a week ago saying Trump is the most honest president we've ever had. They actually wrote that and they said they showed a bunch of quotes from Trump where he's straight up like, you know, we need this alliance with Saudi Arabia because they're spending billions of dollars on our military industrial complex and we don't want to lose that contract. No other president would ever admit that. Yeah, I thought that was ballsy when he said that. I I couldn't believe (laughs) it. You gotta admit it, man. Yeah. But they, they also simultaneously said he lies about stuff nonstop. Mm. But for some reason, he just randomly tells the truth about international like foreign policy. And like, it's you ridiculous. Gotta, you got to balance it, you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think this is also why we see a lot of things where his administration, like his staff, will say one thing and then he'll tweet something that totally contradicts what they said. It happens. Where like they'll they'll try to put a political spin on something and he'll just tweet out something that totally overrules what they just said. Like like you'll yep. see Sarah Sanders try to put a spin on something. And then she just backtracks so She's, well. He just blurts it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like you know, look, what you if you want to talk about Trump giving these statements and a lot of them are are false and all that, by all means, but you gotta admit he tweets openly. He's probably one of the most transparent presidents we've ever seen. Like, yeah. seriously, dude, he just tweets things he probably shouldn't tweet. And you're yeah. like, why is he Why is he telling us this? That's crazy. I will say Obama promised the most transparent administration ever, and it was anything but that. Yeah, yeah he killed a bunch of people. <laughs> he killed American citizens. He, uh, he had it, – it's like I have friends – uh, a friend of mine, we, we're get, like we're fighting over politics all the time because she's on the left and like far left, and she's she's posting things about the the border and the tear gas that happened with the migrants. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, man, that stuff's bad. It's it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame that Obama did it every month and no one protested it. And she's like, that's not true. It's an escalation under Trump. And I'm like, here's an article from 2013 that says Border Patrol tear gases migrants rushing the border. <clears throat> and then she's like, I don't understand why I didn't know about this. And I'm like, dude. This is what really bothers me about politics right now. It's like this stuff's been happening forever. Obama did it. Bush did it. And for some reason, now it matters. Yeah, I don't believe any of these people. It's like it's it's activism convenience. Oh, you don't like Trump. Okay, just say that. Don't pretend like you care now about what the government is doing. Yeah, I'm sure your friend would feel the same way about all the drone strikes Obama ordered, too, where civilians. What drone strikes? Yeah. Why? why, You know? Yeah. And I tell people like. You, you know that Obama signed off on killing American citizens and drone bombed a 16-year-old American kid who was visiting his grandparents in Yemen. And they're like, he did? And I'm like, what do you mean? He had, a, he had an execution list. It was called the disposition matrix. He'd literally look at what they called baseball cards with people's information and say, yeah, kill that guy. And they go kill him. It's like, Would he trade deaths man. like Pokemon cards? Nice. Apparently, apparently, yeah. Like They would show him like cards with like st- stats. 
with yeah. like danger level and like weight height and like and a body. He was like freak. A, yeah. And so it was like he literally was playing Pokemon and he'd be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna execute this guy and this guy. It's like all right. Phone app he's like uh, swirling around in UAV like <laughs> <laughs> You think maybe I wouldn't we be are surprised in... if Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he, like Obama had like an SNES type thing where he's flying the drone and like <laughs> Like playing like a video game, like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not even yeah. it's not even an SNES controller. It's the fucking one of those toy oh my cranes. God. One of those toy cranes in the fucking bowling alley. He's just like Weep, drone, uh, Weep, kill the motherfucker. So so Tim, what what happened to you? What happened between you and Jank? Wasn't it like at Politicon or something? Jank freaked yeah, out that, on you. Yeah, and and it's like he knows who I am. Uh, uh, a, a couple, like I think it's now last year's VidCon, not this year's VidCon. He actually walked up to me at we were at a private party. It was for like it's like the the fancy you know agency party, and he shakes my hand like, hey man, how you been? How things going? I'm like, oh, it's great, it's fantastic. And so what happens is this 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 think tank publishes fake news, alleging that YouTube is like a downward spiral of you know white supremacy or whatever, and they they create this weird graph of all these names with lines going in between every name. And they connected me to people I've never met. Like, they claimed that Andy Worski and I have done videos together. Like, I've never done a video with Andy Worski. And they use this weird, circuitous logic to, like, claim that somehow we're connected. And I'm like, I mean, I met the guy, like, five minutes at VidCon. And so what happens is the Young Turks, they're trying to smear Dave Rubin. And so they're, like, accusing Dave Rubin of taking Koch brothers' money. In their smear of him, they claim that Dave Rubin is a funnel to the alt-right, which, again, is just fake news. They made it up. And they show this image with my name, all big, right in the middle on their screen. And they're talking about the far right and how YouTubers are. And there's my name. I'm like, why are you putting me in your... So, so what I did was I emailed, or I, met, I DM'd Jenk. He follows me on Twitter. And Anna Kasparian, because I know both of them. I've partied with them. I was like, hey, guys. Like, I'm not saying take the video down. I'm just saying, you know, if, if you guys want to have... I don't know what your beef is with Ruben. But if you're going to do, like, a hit piece on him, just I'm asking you, please, not to put my name in it. Because my name's, like, front and center on the screen in the thumbnail and everything. And so they ignore me, and then I, I'm, when I'm at Politicon, I see, you know, Jenk in the hallway. Hey, what's up, man? And he's walking, I say, hey, how's it going? Later, uh, a few minutes later, I see him standing around talking to somebody, and so I'm like, all right, once he finishes the conversation, I'm going to ask him about this. And he, as soon as, as, soon as uh, he finished the conversation, I was like, hey, man, did you get my message? And he goes, no, no, I don't know what you're talking and I was like, I was like, yeah, I sent you a message about the story you guys did that had my name in it. And he goes, I don't, I don't have time to talk about this man. And he like fans me off. Mm -hmm. And then I said, dude, this is important. You know, you published fake news about me. And then he snapped. He said, you know, effing scumbag. What the fuck happened to you, you motherfucking Trump supporter? You've gone fucking insane. When did you lose your fucking mind? What the? And I'm like, what? Dude, why are you yelling at me, man? I was like, I'm just, what are you talking about? And then he starts yelling at me. And then he said something like a Trump supporter. I'm like, dude, I am not a Trump supporter. What are you talking? Like he's making making this stuff up. And then he was like, he called me a right winger, and I and I was like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna call me a right winger for criticizing Antifa. And then he and he starts then he starts talking about Charlottesville, and I was like, dude, why are we debating? I don't even care about any of this. I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to talk to you about a video. You put my name in it. And then he was like, whatever, man. Talk to my you know talk to this woman. And then he just walked off, closed the door. Actually, I, it's it's really interesting. There was a documentary film crew for the BBC who actually captured it, interviewed me afterwards, like, whoa, what was that all about? They told me, hey, we're going to give Jank a right to respond. So we're going to go tell him, you know, to talk to us about why, he, why you were fighting. I said, yeah, no problem. They go to this room, and apparently when they asked him, can you give us a response, we're with the BBC, they kicked them out of the room and said no and just threw the, the crew out. So it's like, 
They, they've lost it, man. The Young Turks have absolutely lost it. it and it's mind-blowing to me that these people, like the Young Turks, think it's the moderate left that's changed. In, during the, the midterms, okay, you got Bob Menendez in New Jersey, a senator, who was accused of sleeping with under, with, he was sleeping with underage women. In, at the, that's an accusation. There's some corroborating evidence for the FBI. But he was actually indicted for fraud charges. The Senate Ethics Committee said he did break the law by accepting bribes. And when he won in New Jersey, Jenk goes, thank God. I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God. The guy who claims to be fighting for, for, for the, new, the new Congress, progressive values and getting the, cor the cor corruption out, just cheered for the dude who was accused of flying to Puerto Rico to bang underage women and was taking bribes from this multimillionaire guy to, to give, do favors for him. And that's, that's not even – like that's the Senate ethics committee saying he did this. And Jenk's like, thank God, yeah. Jenk has gone full corporatist, straight up. He just wants his corporatists in. This dude, dude lost his mind. I was kind of surprised uh, we, we had Jimmy Dore on a few episodes ago, and he seems like the most moderate one out of all of them. I was kind of yeah, surprised. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Like when he defends, he defends like, man, something happened. You know, I don't understand what's going on with what we call the left today. It's, it's really blowing my mind. Like my, my politics have not changed. In fact, on the political spectrum, I've actually moved a little bit more left libertarian on a lot of issues. Like I was, a, I'm, a, I'm a big, I was a big fan of Bernie Sanders. He's lost me on a couple of things, but now you've got stuff that doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, dude, my friend just shut me down on Facebook, refused to talk to me because she told me, this is, I'm, ta I'm talking about a democratic socialist leftist that being gay is a choice. That's what she told me. I was like, dude, what, what happened to you guys, man? Since when is being gay a choice? And she was like, you, if, if you don't want to hook up, you know, with someone who is male, then you're a transphobe. And I'm like, I'm just not sexually attracted to that biology. There's nothing I can do. I didn't choose to be straight. And then she said, this is offensive. You're a bigot. You're transphobic. I'm not talking to you anymore. And I'm like, what What happened, dude? I People would say that's it. definitely an extreme point of view. But right if, if but that's normal, dude, that's that's like the mainstream view. If the like, trans dude, you know what just girl. happened to me 10 minutes ago. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, if the trans girl was hotter than the last girlfriend you had, shouldn't you at least try and see? Like, <laughs> well, what, did, you, did, you know, did you know that regardless, humans are attracted based on smell? Well, that's what you were saying earlier, you know right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, like, so listen, man. The pheromones? I'm, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily pheromones, okay. but there's very clearly a guy smell and a girl smell. It's a fact. Like, I, I actually have the article pulled up because I was showing it to her like, listen, man, like, there are, there are, look. I know I am friends with many trans people who I would say are absolutely hotter from a, from like a beauty perspective than many women I know. But there's just something there that creates a barrier because like, dude, I'm, I'm a hippie liberal. Like I have no hangups whatsoever. You know what I mean? If, if, if I, I have tra trans friends, it's just it's not there. It just doesn't work. Like, yeah. Plain and simple. Sure. I can't choose to be attracted to that. It just doesn't I just, work. People will do it now because I said it, but they're fucking with me. I, I me and him have argued about this so many times. Where I'm like, uh, if there's a dick, uh, it, it's a no deal for me. And and I've never oh. been called like a like a transphobe or anything like that. So I don't know. I guess I don't experience this. And and I I live in Seattle, Washington, so I should be experiencing it more. I guess. Yeah, but, but but Ben, you aren't you aren't in the bubble. Yeah, I guess so, not. So you actually have a controversy that's been going on for a few months because the trans community got into a fight with a lesbian community when they said a trans woman is uh, a woman. Yeah. If lesbians like women, then they should be in relationships with trans women. And the lesbian said no. 
we're attracted to females. And they said, you're transphobic. And then there was a protest at uh, London Pride from a group called Get the L Out. They were saying that trans activism is erasing lesbianism and they were called bigots and transphobes. Like this is mainstream. And I'll tell you this right now, I just got locked out of my Facebook account. I don't know exactly why, but I made a post after my friend's conversation on Facebook saying that being gay is not a choice. Who you, which sex, which, se which sex you're attracted to is not a choice. Biological sex exists and you can't, and conversion therapy is wrong. And then all of a this just like an hour and a half ago, I got kicked out of my account. My account was locked and it said, we've detected suspicious activity. Did you make these posts? And then it showed the post in my replies and it told me I had to confirm they were actually me before it would let me in again. I don't know why they did that, but someone told me that that way they can't claim I that someone else did. Yeah, they can I mean, say, like, yep, this is you. Okay, we're going to ban uh, you now. I run a Facebook group that has like 7,000 users or something like that. And people weaponize the reporting system on there to to get rid oh, yeah. of anyone they don't like in the group so i see people for for saying shit that isn't even really that bad get banned from facebook you know you know they get put in facebook jail for however long so i i mean i i don't know i i don't know if that's well, necessarily an indication that it's that it's in the mainstream um oh, oh well listen listen right now on wikipedia if you go to the trans woman Wikipedia page, it says uh -huh. a trans woman is a woman who was uh, who was born uh, assigned male at birth or who was assigned male at birth. If you click woman, it then says a woman is a female human adult. So I saw that and I said, that doesn't make sense. They're contradicting each other. Right. So I went to the talk section of the article and they clearly state Wikipedia has an internal inconsistency between these two articles. If trans women are adult human females, but also at the same time adult human males, you're basically saying men and women are the same thing, and this this can't be. So how do you how do you rectify that? If you look up the actual Wikipedia exp, uh, 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 page for trans sure. women, they're literally women. Then if you look up the same page for women, they're not. That the women page actually says trans women are not women. So it's like mm. you have these these two mainstream pages conflicting with each other. It's mainstream, dude. It, it is like when the London Gay Pride event actually calls lesbians transphobic because they're they're protesting against having to be with biological males. There you go, plain and simple. Like this isn't the mainstream, this is the London's gay pride event. It's happening. And I think the issue for me might just be that because I read the news every day, all day, I see all of these stories and I can see it happening. The average person isn't reading about London pride events. They're not reading about what's going on with Wikipedia. You know, so I see this weird, and look, I'm not trying to single out the trans community because I have a ton of trans friends and I have nothing but respect. I'm just trying to point out, like they, if you want to argue gender and sex are different, I have no, by all means. But now you've actually got people on TV Ontario, this guy, Nicholas Matt, is a professor at university saying biological sex does not exist. And that's <clears throat> actually what people, mainstream leftist millennials, are actually arguing to me right now. And I'm just so confused by it. Sure. I mean, I, I obviously I'm not trans, so I don't, I don't have their, the same perspective. So I, I, I can't say I really know how it feels to be that way. But uh, for, I know that if someone has a penis, regardless of how much they look like a woman, the fact that they have a penis is not for me. And they can't say well, I'm transphobic because of that. I'm not trans and if they either. Do, and if they do, I, I, I think that's a pretty extremist position. I'm not trans either, but, but I know what it's like for people not to want to have sex with me. So, okay. So I feel like maybe I should grandstand and make it so if you're a lesbian, you have to fuck a <laughs> because fat Because it hurts your feelings. Because I have when... titties. 
right? Uh, oh, it could be fat shaming. Look at, like, like. So I, I see, like, someone in the comments says no one believes that in mainstream circles. But look at what happened with Megan Murphy on Twitter. She's a feminist, and she got banned from Twitter for saying men aren't women. So sure, maybe it's not mainstream, but Twitter certainly is policing ideology that disagrees with that. So it, whether or not it's mainstream now. Twitter is actually enforcing policy that says you have to adhere to this. It's a fact. It's in their rules. It's nice. I, but, I, but I, I think uh, that, uh, sorry, to, uh, but I think that we're currently in the, like, the biggest, in the biggest chaos right now. Like, the entropy is the largest currently because nobody's sure what is going on right now, almost, it feels like, at least. But uh, there will be, there will be some, some kind of, uh, you know, uh, balance be found at uh, but in the years like to come like it's i don't know it's it's a fierce fierce to me like like uh, people are still finding like the uh, what what is stable and what is not like, do you think we're actually in yeah. world war three right now and it's a social war that <laughs> just gets us to argue at each other's genitals yeah, well, basically, uh, culture war. Culture, culture war. war. Yeah, yeah. I think like the internet like gives gave us the uh, opportunity to talk freely what we want, and now that it's so mainstream, there are people who give their radical feelings on things that I mean, you can even apply that to YouTube. Like things used yeah. to slide on YouTube way easier than than it does now. So yeah, you guys. Did you guys yeah. hear about uh, Sokol Squared? Do you know what that is? No. No. Three, uh, two professors and a writer, uh, Peter Bogosian, James Lindsay, and Helen Pluckrose, wrote fake gender studies and feminist papers for peer journals. Oh, that. Journals. Yeah, yeah. I, they, I heard. They, they actually took a section of Mein Kampf oh, yeah. and replaced some proper nouns with yeah. feminist terminology, and it got approved. Yeah. So there, there are these issues that are taking place in the university, and so people, people want to act like it's not mainstream. Maybe on the base level, like when you go out and talk to your neighbors, no one has an idea what's going on. But at the core, in the universities, it absolutely think, is happening this way. I think there's the thing that there those uh, studies, that they, fake studies that they published, uh, I don't remember correctly, but I think they were like published in women's studies, you know, like in the yeah, field like, of women's studies. And like there are quite many different fields in university still. So like I myself, I am at the University of Applied Sciences and it's filled with men. <laughs> but uh, there's, I think there's a still a big difference between different fields of studies and uh, yeah, maybe the women's studies is filled with these uh, crazy ideas, but. Um. All right. Uh, well, I think we're going to wrap up the news segment now because we're starting to talk about people's genitals too much. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. <laughs> no, but th th thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you again next month. Um, we'll, uh, yeah. Well, I think we're going to move on to the yeah, crazy people. Crazy. It was fun. Okay. Thank you. And yeah. Thank you for Tim Paul. It was interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Thank you. Have a good night. Peace. Later. All right. And now this next segment, we will not be talking about people's genitals, most likely. <laughs> Whatever. You'll find a way to do it. You know I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always does. I, I didn't have to this time. Well, actually, I think I probably did help perpetuate probably. the genitalia. I'll talk. have to watch it back. I don't really know how we got to the this. The tail of the tape, right? 
Yeah. We just spent 45 minutes talking about whether or not women are women. And, you know, I don't No, really I care. don't care. I don't even care whether they are or not. I'm just like, no one's going to say I'm afraid of trans people because I don't want to date someone who's trans. You know what I mean? Well, like, you should, you should always have the choice of who you're going to date, even if, like, right. as a blanket statement, you're like, I don't. Even as a lesbian, lesbians shouldn't have to date women with penises or whatever. Like, so what? Like, if you don't want to fuck them, don't fuck them. If you do want to fuck them, fuck them. Like, if someone. <laughs> If someone doesn't want to date someone who's like crippled in a wheelchair, does that mean that they like are against handicapped people? Pretty much. Uh, and fat people. If you don't fuck fatty. Look, man, there, there's a tweet that just went viral the other day from a guy straight up saying that you are transphobic. Well, I, you know, I think re uh, reasonable uh, heads will prevail on this one. I just don't see it. You, I, I don't see think? this one gaining ground. We'll see, really. man. By 2024, you're going to be mandated to blow a trans bean. <laughs> It's gonna be like the breathalyzer test. Oh shit! Just to start your car, you gotta suck a wiener, dude. It's yeah, happening. and you know, like, uh, we're all gonna have um, what, what do they say? Mandatory gay marriages too. Yeah, well, I think everybody should have a mandatory gay marriage to see if they like it, and a mandatory abortion. Men too. <laughs> you should be forced to do it. It, it must be publicly forced, funded, yeah, though. Yeah. Forced abortions. Publicly funded forced yeah. abortions. Yeah. You don't have a yeah. choice anymore. There's no yeah. choice. It's forced. Not, not pro-life or pro-choice. We're pro-death. All right? <laughs> At least one. Just get the yeah, stigma population, out of here. There's two, there's, we're overpopulated. You know, the trees are being torn down. It's, it's time to just start, you know. No, that's not even... Someone's going to take that out of context. We have that, that's a joke. But what's not a joke is if we <laughs> raise the abortion age to like 13 years old so kids work harder in school. Well, there is such a thing as buyer's remorse. You buyer's know? remorse? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. little shit's amounting to nothing. You well, you play know video what? games. You could really make a kid do their chores. That's what I'm if saying. Like, yeah, I'm if the abortion age is 13. Abort your ass tomorrow. Yeah, you, you yeah, get to your bar mitzvah. We, we, you we can legalized live. 50th trimester abortions. Yeah. So... Better yeah. watch your ass, kid. Yeah, you, you better do your homework. You, you sure you want to play some uh, Nintendo right now, you little oh, shit? Oh, that's so bad. You sure you want to catch you're Pokemon? Basically say, you're basically advocating for executing children who don't do chores. <laughs> well, as long as they were born on this side of the border, I think that's okay. If they were born right. in Mexico, we got to just let them in. They automatically live. It's, 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 it's just... It's American kids only. Fuck I'm that. Not, yeah. What? But, no, I'm, I'm saying that's not even enough. Let them in. Give them reparations. Yeah, since we're killing all give these everyone... American kids for playing Pokemon, yeah. we got to bring in people from outside of the border. This is a, a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not only that, like, I, I, I feel like this is probably an old trope, but isn't it? Isn't it kind of fucked up? They're doing that Pokemon movie. The yeah. P Detective Pikachu or whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, come on, man. It's literally a show about 10-year-old kids who leave their houses to go have dog fights. You know yeah. what I mean? In a way, yeah, because Pokemon basically are their pets. Well, yeah. But they're Making like, animals fight each other when you're 10 years old? Like, not, that's pretty brutal, man. They're not even, I think it's pretty cool. They're like sentient. They're like... <laughs> yeah, some they're Pokemon can talk. Yeah. yeah, they can talk. They have conversations. That's even worse, man. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like a race of beings, like intelligent beings. And these kids enslave them and force them to fight each other. Is it that much different yeah. than like politics? It's like gladiators. It's yeah, like pretty, Roman gladiators. Like, We're basically enslaving the SJWs to fight the uh, dude, the Nazis. It's cucks look, versus Nazis, right? Look at the show when like 
P- Ash makes Pikachu fight Onyx. Like, for those that don't know, Onyx is like a 30-foot-tall giant rock snake, Huge. and Pikachu's a rat. Huge. It's like, I'm going to throw this rat at this giant dragon rock, and then it's just going to crush it and splat. Like, that's not, that's, that's screwed up, you know? That's David versus Goliath. It's like a biblical story. <laughs> it's, 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 it's tale Kids is making time. animals fight each other. That's yeah. their life. Yeah. We're all playing God, like, somewhere in our life. Ash, P- Ash just played God with Pikachu. We, we, we all have so that power. So now that it's confirmed we're a bunch of old people, what's uh, what else is going on? Like in, in 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 movies, you mean? Like any other Pokemon movies we want to talk about? Oh no, no, no! no, no, no. no. Stop talking about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, that movie's coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Deadpool's playing Pikachu too, so that's that should be cute. I got. Oh, oh you yeah, know what? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to read some of these Streamlabs and Super Chats that came in. I don't even know if all of them showed, but I'm going to I'm going to read them all off here. There's uh, Mr. Dead Two. He gave uh, five dollars. He said, "Will we ever see the footage of Jank's verbal attack on Tim? Is there footage?" Yeah, BBC has it. Uh, it might air in a week. I don't know. I don't know for <laughs> sure. Like the B- like the British Broadcasting Company? No, Big Black Cox, yep. Ben. What the fuck? <laughs> Why the fuck do they have it? Yeah, because uh, they had a film crew about to interview me, and I told them to give me a minute because I need to ask Jenk something, so they got their cameras ready, and they filmed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That must be awesome. Yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah. Uh, they, might not, they might not use it. They said they don't know if it's going to fit, so I'm like, well, just put it up on YouTube or something. They're like, well, we kind of aren't using it because when when Jen kicked us out, he actually was saying if we use it, he'll fucking sue the shit out of us. So here's uh, Nicole <laughs> Roberto, five dollars. Glad to see you on DP, Tim. It's like two wonderful worlds colliding. You're always the source I recommend to people for credible news. Well, thank you, Nicole. Oh, thank you. Um, I do see a lot of criticism of Tim. But it's good to see, like, some of our audience enjoys his work. That's oh, the criticism. Yeah, it's trolls. We're all we're always yeah, divided. We always are here. Yeah, there. Yeah, it, it's nothing. It does seem like whatever guests we bring on, normally they do get a lot of hate. Like, no matter what. Yeah, it's interesting. Look, we get a lot of hate. We're here every yeah, fucking episode. Do. You yeah. think they leave by now? We do. <laughs> uh, I get the left left pissed off at me because I criticize them all the time and then I get the right pissed off at me when I talk about my liberal values so it's like you know I'm used to it yeah you're the good friend though that calls out their their asshole friend for his asshole techniques you're like come on asshole be sweet boy drunk asshole friend doesn't want to listen yeah he's like fuck you man I can drink if I want I'm like dude you're gonna get into a car accident he's like I don't care get out of my house and I'm like, all right, man. Get out of my house. Hypothesis uh, gave $5. He said, let them scalps breathe. I don't know what that means. Is it all like, of take our, our hats stuff? Wearing hats. Yeah. Yeah. Headwear. headwear. I, I appreciate having my, my brow covered. Yeah. It, it feels good. I don't know. Uh, Lord Vader, $5. Dems take house. Dems will never win again. I think he's commenting on. Tim saying, saying that, the Dems will never win. Yeah, when you say never um, win again, like is that just like in perpetuity, we were, or do you think like? Well, we were talking about the presidents. Yeah, and I and I was being hyperbolic. Obviously, yeah, I think of the course. Will win at some point. I'm just saying they're vulnerable. You know. Sure. Absolutely. Um, oh, Dusty's owner, twenty dollars. Can Tim Pool tell Dusty the cockatiel that he's a beautiful we took bird? Care of that one. Oh, oh, did we already? Oh, do? yeah, yeah. I was out of the yeah. room. Yeah, we made sure and take. Oh, care okay. Of uh, <laughs> Joshua, uh, nine dollars ninety nine cents. What about the time when Trump ended up killing a little girl in a drone strike? 
Okay. Yes. Straight up. And it was terrible it, when it was that a, happened. It was no. It was it was a commando raid. It wasn't a drone strike. Oh, was it? Yeah. He. Uh, it was a commando raid in Yemen that killed an eight-year-old girl who was actually the sister to the sixteen-year-old killed by Obama. No, so really. Yep. What? Yeah, maybe it was on purpose. You know. So Obama killed the sixteen-year-old boy. Trump got in and the, killed the eight-year-old girl. Killed his sister. Yeah. Yep. Can can, can I suggest something then? Were you they may. maybe in the wrong place? Like how? Are, do we just have something against these fucking kids? Like what? What's going on here? We 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 do. Their dad was an American citizen who turned jihadi and went to I think Pakistan <clears throat> and started preaching jihad against America. So Obama killed him in a direct drone strike and the strike against his children was considered an accident but a lot of people don't believe that huh. that's silly and then when his little his little sister was killed yeah a lot of a, a, there's a conspiracy i don't want to say it's true that we are basically sending a message to the terrorists we will kill your children if you fuck with us now i'm not, I'm not saying that's true that's what some people believe mm -hmm. because what's the likelihood we kill the dude and then kill his kids and it's like between two presidents who did it i mean Sounds fishy, but you never know. I don't know if these are song lyrics or what. Cunty Cat, $10. Tell Courtney that Danny and I have been stuffing Randy like a sloopy Thanksgiving turkey. I, th th whatever that means. You said it. I didn't. I'm not going to go down for that. Whatever the fuck that. <laughs> probably just know. triggered some Agent Orange with that saying. I don't know what it is. The guy it's out a, there. It's a spell from Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, Drake seventy five uh, five dollars annex Mexico let California leave. I don't know if that's such a good idea. We can't get rid of California. Well, uh, Mexico has nice weather and beaches. You know, we need California. Mexico, Mexico City is nice, man. It's nice. Yeah, In the mountains. You know, it's cool air. I've never been down there. I've been to Mazatlan, but I've never been down to Mexico City. I've seen it in like movies and on TV shows, and it looks. Like a, oh, it almost looks like a European city, in a way, like the way it's built. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice, man. It's like people people think Mexico is this horrible place. Like, dude, it's wealthy, you know. So you, they just have cartel violence. That kind of screws things up. There's some pretty terrible cities there, like Juarez. That's like one of the worst cities down there. It's right on the yeah. border. We got we got some pretty bad cities in America, though. You know what I mean? Like basically, sure. I'm saying like obviously you, the U.S. is better than Mexico in terms of wealth and like safety. But I think people don't realize that, like, there's dozens, if not over 100 countries dramatically worse than Mexico is. And I think people just assume Mexico is so awful because it's compared to the U.S., you know? Egghead says, I think Tim is awesome, and this is coming from me, and the DP fans hated me. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> Egghead, It was the worst endorsement right. you could have gotten yeah, from I know. Egghead. Yeah, uh, low energy oh, yeah. videos. This is the last one, and then we'll read the rest later if you guys send any in. And if you guys want to watch me cry, uh, send some in. We, we have a few days to get it. So low energy, low energy videos. Just a quick shout out to Billy for letting me use his music for an upcoming stream fodder. Yeah, I told him he could use my music on his stream so that he doesn't get copyright strikes. But then I'm going to copyright strike him because I'm a scumbag. Wow, that's terrible. I'm not going to. Trust me. Use it. Let's watch Wild Bill. <laughs> Walking the Nazi Road. Yeah, he's, he's got... got what's his title middle. yesterday? The, uh, the Love what, you guys. Killing. Hating Jews or killing? Oh, yeah. Queen Tide Pod, yeah. 
Thanks for helping us get closer. We're, we're over a quarter of the way there now. For 70 years, and people are still wondering how a nation like Germany could ever fall into such evil politics as the Nazis produced. Dude, Wild Bill's getting lesions on his face. Is he sick? What's going on? He's always had lesions. He just usually stands further back. Oh, remember what the wise man said. Those who do not remember history are doomed to repeat it. Oh, everybody remembers Hitler. Unless, of course, Common Core has removed that from our schools. But America has forgotten how Hitler rose to power. This little book by Erwin Lutzer tells us what we need to know to avoid taking the same road that Germany did. So he's going to make the argument that Hitler uh, turned Germany into a fascist state and rose to power uh, through atheism, which is not true at all. Uh, he, they always try to make these arguments that Hitler uh, was like a devout atheist and, and used atheism well, he, to rise to didn't power. Didn't he use like horror films as a oh, way I don't to, know. to sedate like the nation? Oh, I don't know anything about that. That's what Rose's power was, all the, the horror films coming out. And now we have Bloomhouse getting strange control over our, our country's viewing ship. Germany was still a, a, a religious country at the time. Okay. When a nation forgets God, details how Hitler and his minions silenced the churches and took over the universities and the media to launch propaganda that caused such horrible bloodshed and suffering. Viktor Frankl, who survived the Holocaust, says that the gas chambers of Auschwitz did not come from the German politicians. They came from the atheistic scientists and philosophers in the universities. <laughs> Many of the same values. Have you ever heard this opinion before? Tim? Me? Yeah. I mean, not really. Some of it, but I have no idea who this guy is. So this is to, a wild bill. He's a he, he's a YouTube guy. He's a conservative uh, commentator and he does seminars. He claims to formally be a member of law enforcement. He he wants the the Christian values to be sustained through our country at any by any means necessary. Yeah. What, wow. Old school. Old school. Old school. That cowboy yeah. hat. It wasn't earned, but he bought and it with an intent and purpose. It's just not true. There wasn't this huge wave of atheism that took over Germany, that caused them was to. It? Sorry. Oh no! Uh, were, were the were the communist atheists? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. It's, it, I feel like everybody just tries to make their opponents the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's Christian, therefore the Nazis must be the other. There's always... People are always comparing what they don't like to the Nazis. So, pretty much every president in my lifetime has been called Hitler at some point by someone publicly in my life. Uh, it's just... It, it, it's, it's so recent, uh, you know, to the point where we can look at that and everyone will know what you're talking about when you compare something to it. Uh, but it's used too uh, far too frequently. No one ever says, oh, you're Stalin. You're practically Stalin. <laughs> I mean, nobody cares if you walk around with the Soviet flag. You know what I mean? Like, nobody S cares about it. Stalin is the undisputed world champion of mass murder. Like, but no one... Oh, I think so. What about Obama's drone strikes? Oh, <laughs> not even close. Maybe I am no, wrong about yeah, that, but close. I'm. I, maybe I'm. Maybe there's something that happened. Like, uh, I don't know. You know what? You're right, though. There's way more Chinese people to kill than Russians. So maybe, maybe just by sheer numbers alone, Mao has the title. Maybe I'm wrong. What about the atheists that abort babies? 
It's a lot of death on their hand. Oh, yeah. All yeah, those dead babies. According to law, that person was never born, so it's not considered... It's not Christian law. Come on. Christian law? It's Christian law we're talking about. Mosaic law. Someone said Mao is... <laughs> so. I, I'm inclined to, be, to believe that. I could be wrong. The rind of Mao Zedong? Uh, you know what? Stalin just doesn't have the, the same ring to it, even though it's it, obviously... Hitler paled in comparison. Uh, and also, you know what else it is? It's because Hitler's mass murder was based on you know like genetics and, and you know there was like eugenic uh murder too like uh, of crippled people and stuff because of the nature of it for whatever reason people demonize that more than just killing people uh because you're a brutal dictator and you just don't like these people or killing anyone who's like an opponent of yours uh, you know, and trying to eradicate a race genocide, right? Is that, is that... yeah? But I'm not, I'm not sure either one is any worse than the other. Like when when you look at just the sheer numbers of people Stalin killed, you I think know... it depends on if you're a racist or not, right? Like, you, if if you're racist, then you're gonna say like whatever race was you hated more was the better one to kill. So you're like, well, well, I don't think Stalin necessarily killed people based on race. He just killed people he didn't like. It was equal opportunity. So. Equal I think it was more about like region, you know, like the Holodomor was they purposefully took the resources away from Ukraine So they all starved to death like stopped them from farming and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah It's like an ethnic issue, maybe Views hmm. that destroyed Germany are being taught in the USA today Hitler did not discourage people from attending church as long as it didn't affect the way they lived or the values they held Believe it or not. He called that positive Christianity. Today, we call that liberal Christianity. What paved the way for Nazi atrocities was a massive wave of propaganda, a program of lying to the people as often as possible. Truth was smothered under a tsunami of lies by the German media and education system. Well, here's a wild bill bullet of truth for America. The same kind of propaganda system has been established right here in the USA. The mainstream media the Democrat Party and much of our education system is entrenched in it. Liberalism, progressivism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, is dedicated to smothering truth under waves of misinformation very similar to what the Nazis did in Germany. Isn't that what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And people keep telling me Mao uh, was the... Uh... The world champion of mass murder and i i'm inclined to believe it because just i mean there's just way more chinese people to mass murder right but we don't know about all of obama's <laughs> drone strikes we uh, think we think we know if there was murder to uh, if there were 60 million yeah yeah casualties to that degree we would know you think he did it no obama no no okay i don't think it's possible okay but he was born in america right so they say. So Kenya wouldn't be the world champions if if he did do it. Kenya? Yeah. Like, did we take did we take the win as Americans if Obama killed all these people? No. Oh. It's on Kenya's hands now. Moving on. <laughs> oh, this guy, uh, Tim. We watch a lot of videos from crazy people on the internet. So. Yeah. This uh, this gentleman here uh, tried to 
create the Elder Scrolls with items he bought off of Amazon because he is a sorcerer. Yes. Or he believes he's a sorcerer. He's the real life Doctor Strange, and before that, he was the real life incarnation of Frank Castle, the Punisher. <laughs> he used to be the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, he's he's like Doctor Strange if Doctor Strange didn't apply himself in school. Watching full screen. He always he's, puts he's this at the strange. And then he puts an FBI warning. <laughs> Here he is. It has happened. It has happened. What did I say? I pointed my finger into the camera and I said, Twitter, you're next. Watch out. I warned you, you're next. What happened? <laughs> we won't know until he... The gods that I believe in are real. How many more examples do you need before it sinks in up here? Did he like cast a spell on Twitter or uh -oh. something? That the guys Twitter still I believe up? in are the real deal. Chat, that check they don't Twitter. like being considered a human it, being. They don't like being named as a human name. They want to be who they are, which are gods, which are non-corporeal ethereal beings. Okay? And it's gods plural, not gods singular. That's offensive to them. How often do we use gods and as they a singular? Are uh, in monotheistic religion. Do they refer to them as gods, though? No, God. Okay, so he's oh, saying gods. Oh, did he gods. say that wrong? Yeah, we don't, oh we're not gods God. singular. I never heard gods used as a singular. It always implies multiple gods. Moving in the earth. Well, Von, if they don't have a name, what do we call them? I don't know. Von Helton's gods? Did he just make up his own gods? I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's. Could you imagine having that kind of freedom in your life? You just make up your own gods, and they do your 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 will. Well, I respect that more than being told who your could gods you are. Could you imagine living in an it? awesome wood panel <laughs> single wide and uh, behind your mom's double wide? Well, his mom has the double wide, and she has a single wide. He doesn't want to live with his mom. Could you imagine having an awesome set of Encyclopedia Britannica? Those are actually Encyclopedia Dramatica. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has the only print version of it. <laughs> no, not really. He's so. got an he's got he's got an award for something. You see yeah. that award behind him? That wow, that blue ribbon is <laughs> some big. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. got it at the county fair. <laughs> Keep in mind, I am not left-hand path. Okay, for those of you that might be wondering, yeah, no one no, wonders no. because no one believes this horse shit that you're making no. up. Not at all. All right. Anyways, uh, without further ado, I like how oh. he took he took the moment to let us all know that he's not a dark wizard. Thank God. We were all worried for a second. Now he's, gonna, now he's going to do his catchphrase. He's going to go, "Let's get into it." Let's get into it. And, and then another fucking intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already saw his first intro. Now he has another one. But for this one, he plays the Rocky theme song. And this is where I speed it up. All right, folks, we're at the Federalist, and uh, what are we seeing here? We are seeing Mr. Dorsey. Uh -oh. Top House Committee reviewing Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey's testimony for false statements. The House Energy and Commerce Committee, which has jurisdiction over telecommunications companies like Twitter, is now reviewing whether Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey provided false testimony before a committee in September. A top House committee that oversees the U.S. telecommunications industry is now reviewing whether Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey lied to Congress during a hearing about Twitter's controversial history of arbitrarily censoring content published by the site. An aide for the House Energy uh, Commerce Committee told the Federalist, uh, well, <laughs> 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 uh, 
I know. I don't think. I know. Okay? But uh, let's continue. Uh, the committee is aware of Twitter's actions and is currently reviewing Mr. Dorsey's testimony, the aide said, after Twitter suddenly banned Jesse Kelly, a Marine combat veteran, writer, and popular radio talk show host, without an explanation. As the Federalist reported on Monday, Dorsey was not truthful about his or his company's response to death threats against prominent conservatives, including against Meghan McCain, shortly after the death of her father, former Senator John McCain. Nor was he truthful. Okay. So... <sighs> This was uh, Kelly. He got banned what a couple days ago, or was it last week? Yeah, fairly recent. And now we got Laura and a Loomer, and is this just the beginning of a mass exodus of of people, or are, are, are we seeing it's been happening? Yeah, yeah, it happens here and there. They're going to keep doing it unless someone makes them stop. And I don't think right now it's in a violation of any laws. So well. Dorsey did 100% lie to Congress. That's not even under, that's not, you can't even dispute it. He did straight okay. up. And was he under oath when he did it? I don't know. I, like, I don't know if he was under oath, but you can okay. see that photo. If you look on the screen, you can see Dorsey with his right hand up. So I think he must have been. Yeah. I mean, if he took an oath. Yeah, it says he was. Yeah. So one of the really, one of the really obvious things is that he said they don't ban people based on their ideology. They ban them based on their behavior. But it's actually against the rules to misgender somebody. So that's actually ideology, you know. And there's, there's other there's other issues too, like you know, criticizing certain groups as hate speech. That's ideology. That's that's not behavior, you know. Yeah. Well, Von Helton is finally making Twitter pay. His gods have have. Yes. <laughs> I feel bad for Jack yes, Dorsey. Yes, magic. Uh, that's what he said. That's why he started this off being like, see, guys, my gods are real. Because I, I think he got banned from Twitter or something. He's cast the spells. Yeah. He's well, about what happened. Yeah. Their Twitter policies discriminated against users based on their politics. It is a federal crime, federal crime, to provide false testimony to Congress. Okay. During testimony before the committee, which has brought authority to oversee and regulate telecommunications companies and social media publishers like Twitter, Dorsey repeatedly claimed that neither Twitter's policies nor its algorithms took users' political views into account when censoring content published by the site. Oh, come on, please. 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 Uh, quote, I want to start by making something very clear. Uh, Dorsey testified in September 5th, 2018. We don't consider political viewpoints, perspectives, or party affiliation in any of our policies or enforcement decisions, period. Unquote. Our policies and our algorithms don't take into consideration any opposition. You just said that. He claimed, oh, he claimed it again later in the hearing. Okay, <laughs> Way to read it. All right. Uh, review of Twitter's so-called hateful conduct policy, however, shows that the company has explicitly codified political views into its policies. For example, the social media publisher states that it will ban users if they accurately, accurately refer to the biological sex of transgendered individuals who believe without evidence that their biological men can become biological women and vice versa. And that... It, wasn't that what, what we were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, you can't. I'm sorry. Um, quote, we prohibit targeting individuals with repeated slurs, tropes, or other content that intends to dehumanize, degrade, or reinforce negative or harmful stereotypes about a protected category. Twitter's policy states this includes targeting misgendered or deadnaming of, of transgender individuals. It's weird that Twitter has so many restrictive rules, but they're totally cool with porn. Oh, I like that. I, I, yeah. I, I was just really surprised when I first realized that porn is totally cool on Twitter. Yeah, it's super cool on Twitter. <laughs> it it, it, it is. It. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm fine with it. Like, if I don't want to see it, I don't have to. If I want to see it, it's there, you know. So, uh, but 
the thing of, of it is like it's just weird that they're totally fine with that but there's all these other things they're like really restrictive on it's 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 it's, an, it's all ideological restrictions you know like porn's fine we don't care about that you know you can criticize certain races but not other races it's like a weird none of it makes sense yeah i was never a fan of twitter honestly i wouldn't even have a twitter if i wasn't doing this i, I really wouldn't at all it's it, the, first of all I'm, I'm glad they expanded it but the character limit man especially in the old days when they had the really short character limit that drove me crazy it made it impossible to really communicate anything on twitter everything was just short little you know two sentence things if you can't say it in 140 characters it's not worth saying benjamin that's ridiculous I'm sorry. If, yeah, man. If, if and, our, and, it, and it makes people misconstrue everyone else's statements and they right. argue out of context with each other. Yeah, because I've tried to debate people on Twitter. It's just so fucking... It, it, it's too much effort to do that, especially before they raised the character limit. That was just... That's why you gotta hit them with a two-minute and 20-second video reply. Or just trying to use yeah. Twitter for promotion. You're trying to convey a message to your audience. You have, to you have to abbreviate it as much as possible without totally losing the point of the message. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I just don't think Twitter's... I, I, I don't know why Twitter's so popular... I, I, President, I but it was popular before that too. I I, I agree that it got more were, popular for sure. They well, were they, they were actually shrinking. Their growth was stagnant, and it was really bad for them. They shut down offices. They yeah. were losing money, and then the president started using it, and all of a sudden growth came back. We should get the president to start watching our show. I think that would help you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Let's I mean, the new Fox and Friends. maybe maybe him simply watching it wouldn't help us. But, you know, if he was on it, fuck, yeah, that should would we, help. Should we ask the president? To be about on the show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, I don't know. Do, do we do we agree with Von Helton? Should we start worshiping his gods? He's doing the Lord's work. The Lord's is his work. The Lord's is his. the Lord's is his. The the only reason Von Helton is making this video is because he wants to prove to people that he has some kind of power. Uh, you know, like, I've watched a few Von Helton videos and I don't necessarily disagree with everything he says, even though I think he, he's very dim-witted in many ways. The, the, the thing I laugh at the most is that he thinks he has supernatural powers. He's so delusional about that shit so he'll make a prediction that's not really a hard prediction to make and then he'll come back and be like look i told you or he'll even bend his prediction to fit with whatever actually happened it's very easy to do that yeah does he get views on these videos uh they're mostly hate views they're not a lot of views but he's i mean like honestly if you look to if you googled him you'd find so much information there's so he's he's a very well documented lol cow on the internet uh you know like there's just years. There's over a decade of stuff at this point, I would say. He used to be an old, handsome man. Now he wasn't he's... handsome. Oh, no? No. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Hey, oh. beauty's in the eye of the beholder, man. <laughs> Billy wants to find Halton or whatever his name is attractive. He's allowed to. Yeah, I think it's just comparative. He can give you now. a gorm jorb. No, no, thank you. Because now he looks like a, <laughs> a, I don't know, a geriatric thumb. But earlier he looked like are you a trying to say, Bill Maher. Are you trying to say he looks like the older mundane Matt? 
Uh, can't say that. Inappropriate. Strike that comment from the record. Uh, you said it. Never mind. I, I, let's just let's just see if I don't know. Is he going to summon a fucking ghost or something? No, he's does, just he gonna, have, does he have this ritualistic <laughs> no, cape on? No, no. Where's his cape? His crushed red velvet. Yeah, cape. where's his cape? He's not wearing his cape this time. Usually he wears a cape and a, a shirt with a big uh, pentagram on it. He's got the pentagram necklace on at least. He usually so. wears both. Yeah, he just doesn't want to gloat in front of his gods since they just dead naming, quote unquote, is the use of an individual's name or his or her origin of birth certificate that generally corresponds with the individual's immutable biological sex, and misgendering is the accurate reference to an individual's biological sex. Okay, so according to this article, Twitter is banning people if they correctly identify a man as a man and a woman as uh -huh. a woman. Holy shit! Holy shit, people! Wow! Uh, I didn't. Have we seen, like, who, who's who been banned for this recently? Megan Murphy. Okay. I don't know who that is, but I, I'm sure people... She's a, Go ahead. Like 30,000 Twitter followers, uh, relatively prominent Canadian feminist who, like, speaks at their government events and stuff. I see. No, no, this was happening, uh, but apparently it is. Incredible. Uh, the House Energy and Commerce Committee aide also told Federalists that Twitter and Dorsey have also refused to even respond to numerous questions, for the record, posed by the committee following the hearing. Uh, quote, Twitter has not yet provided responses to members' questions for the record, despite an October 15th deadline. Uh, what is this? Oh, Wednesday, November the 20... 28th. <laughs> uh, hmm, okay. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, I'm done with Von Helden. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I think we're gonna do because we only have about I'd say like ten to twenty minutes left. Uh, I think I'll play one more video and then we'll put up the timer at the end and then we'll be we'll be done. We'll here. wind down. Yeah, we'll do and our then, wind down. And then segment. after that, guys, for any of you who are patrons or sponsors or members, I keep wanting to call members. them sponsors. If you're uh, if you're a member or you're a ten dollar patron or above, you get the post show. It's it's usually an extra 45 minutes to an hour of show. So check it out. And you get to interact with us if you're on our Discord. So check that out. Me and Billy will be doing the post show after this show's over. Yo. Uh, let's see. Which is the best out of what I have here? Give us a good one because Von Helton's really sucked out my, yeah. my, my heart with his You know what? Uh, Bill, Billy plays Pokemon Go so much that he literally plays it in his sleep. Uh, he fell asleep sitting up on the couch and I could tell he was sleeping, but he still had his phone in his hand. I was and catching was, Pokemon. And he man. was doing the, he was flicking the Pokeball. Snorlax, man. I'm a Snorlax. You gotta do it. Oh my God. I wasn't flicking the Pokemon. Oh no, no, no. I don't want to watch this guy. Fuck this. I was scraping some jizz off my phone screen, Benjamin. I wasn't playing Pokemon. You're sick if you think I was playing Pokemon. We have an epidemic of oh, narcissism God. in the world and in American culture. And I, um... I got a comment from somebody on my last video who I can tell. I can tell the person is a Lori McBride or George Soros does what. And they were throwing these accusations at me saying that it's my fault that I am isolated from my mother and sister. And they said, you live all alone in your apartment and you're isolated like some mentally ill, decrepit. Uh, first of all, I don't feel isolated. The brain-to-brain -brain communications that I get with uh, with Brett Spiner is very satisfying. So yeah, that that took a turn, didn't it? 
Like, if I could show this to wow. anyone, I'd be like, oh, you know, she looks like a, a pretty normal lady, you know, like probably in her 50s. Uh, but then, yeah, she totally just turned everything. She, she's she been in love with Brent Spiner for, what, two decades? Even longer. It's, oh, fuck. Star Trek The Next Generation wow. premiered on early 90s TV, or uh, late 80s? No, late 80s, yeah. Mid to late 80s. 30 years. We're looking at 30 years of her love with Brent Spiner. Having brain to brain with him. Brain to brain, which is basically like sex. but It is. It's telepathic sex. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tim's the, like, what the fuck? The Brent Spiner that we see on Twitter on <laughs> in media today is a Jesuit. Yeah, clone. yeah. I, I don't. Have you ever watched Star Trek: The Next Generation, Tim? I've seen every episode maybe eighteen times. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so this woman, I'll tell you what. I got blocked on Twitter by Brent Spiner because I I retweeted something he tweeted at this woman. <laughs> like he is he is that freaked out by her. I guess she's been stalking him for like thirty years. God. And, uh, wow, and it's not even just stalking him. She has these delusional fantasies. It, well, the, the fantasies are crazy. We but... the movie. Oh God, she made an entire movie. We I mean, <laughs> if if does she like go to his house? You know, does uh, she like maybe at one time she did, but n not I, not in a long time. She's pretty much. A I'd, be, I'd be cool with it then. You know, she's stay away from me and my family and you can say whatever you want on the internet. She actually has a following like in uh, Tosh oh Hadron. Tosh well, Hadron. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Damn, dude. That's got to suck for, for Spiner, man. Yeah. Like the media putting her up on TV and that's yeah. got to be brutal. There's a video uh, at some convention where these guys ask him about her and he kind of gives this kind of weird response to it. So yeah, he knows all, and and he he didn't deny knowing about her. She she has this crazy uh, delusional fantasy world that she lives in, but she's harmless in my opinion. We think, unless the Church I mean, of Gale is real, it's kind of like it's kind of like Chris Chan. Chris Chan is someone on the internet that gets fed weird shit by trolls and lives in this delusional fantasy world, kind of like. But Chris Gale. Chan gets violent. Um, he goes out in more, public and releases well, Gale, his crazy in public. I don't, I don't think Gale has a criminal record. And I realize that he is silent because there's a court case going on. And if he communicates with me, then the opposition can claim that he told me what to say. And that will corrupt my my statements and what I say. It will corrupt it as evidence. Yes. So that's the reason I haven't heard from them. And I understand. I'm a strong woman. But regarding... <laughs> I went to a Star Trek convention, the the big one in Las Vegas, where all the you know like all the main actors for pretty much all the shows come, and I saw Brent Spiner there. He was sitting at a table eating a sandwich, and I took a picture of him and tweeted it at Gail, and Gail was like, "That's not the real Brent. That's a, a <laughs> that's a Jesuit clone." And you can tell by the look in his eyes that it's a clone. Are you always taking picture of people when you find them in in public? Is that what you do between Dude, Sarkeesian who, and Brent okay, Spiner? Who goes to a Star Trek convention because they're a huge fan of Star Trek? Sees an actor from Star Trek and doesn't take a picture of them. I mean, come on, I, I, I wouldn't. You I, wouldn't? Yeah, I don't even. I don't, yeah, I mean. I don't even I don't have selfies like my Instagram is okay. I just well, don't take pictures of people. Well, you know, I don't I don't I take pictures of like things, but I don't take pictures of myself. I hate pictures of myself. I do selfies <laughs> all the time. I'm a psycho. I know you do I have problems. Let me tell you whose fault it is that I am not dealing with my mother right now. First of all, I'd like to state up front that I was raised by a narcissistic mother. My mother suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. And 
as a child, my mother was a narcissist in the way she raised me. I wonder if she's going to say her mom's a narcissist. I was again. the one who suffered the abuse, and my sister was the pet. Oh. And this resulted in me having a codependent personality, so that when I married my ex husband, David, I was a codependent, and he was a narcissist. Actually. This is getting really honest, Gail. Too. Go back and, to the crazy uh, fucking space talk, Gail. It's, it, it's weird that she's <laughs> applying all these mental ailments to all these other people, but well, isn't yeah. looking at herself at all. I mean, that's yeah, that's common for people who are you know like she can't understand that she's crazy, right? Yeah, she, I mean, if she knew she was crazy, she'd get help. She takes the well, she does get help, and she takes this uh, antipsychotic drug called Seroquel, but she thinks it's for something else. And uh, she thinks it, like, stops the Jesuits from giving you yeast infections or oh, something God. dumb like that. And she's like, everyone takes Seroquel. She says that. In I some, gotta, yeah. I think it's kind of sad, actually, man. Like, she's making these videos and getting made fun of because she's got mental illness. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of thought that at first, too. But then you watch her and uh, you fall in love with her crazy. I, I think it's maybe uh, it's an X. I don't think so. We we had her on here once, and I don't think it is. Uh, but she's a really nice lady. She's just wacky, you know. Really nice lady, though. I feel like where do you draw the line with crazy people that put themselves on the internet on video all oh, the time? You like, can't stop them. I, do you just do you just ignore them, or do you 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 mind them for content? You know, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But I. I like the little world she's built. Like, crazy people online build these crazy worlds, like Chris Chan with his fucking Sonichu Quickville bullshit. And the other guy, that he lives in, like, a, a post-apocalyptic Christian nation where everybody has to fuck him to survive. The guy, that, the, one of the salad dishes in his back room. Oh, I, yeah, I just that like guy. the world building that goes along in these crazy There is heads. a lot of that. It's, it's kind of intriguing. It is sad, but then I get over the sadness because one day we'll all be dead. Yeah. <clears throat> <sighs> Sorry, I just, I got lost in my. Sometimes she just yeah. Sometimes she does kind of go to a dark place though, and then I'm like, oh god, get back to the brain to brain stuff. That's that's hilarious. Let's let's make it fun again. Yeah. Ooh, let's get the Seroquel in your again. vagina to, to battle the yeast infection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone should take again. Seroquel. I just want to be happy again. All right, I'm putting up the timer. Oh, so Tim. This uh, this BBC video. You got any like uh, behind the scenes? It's uh, you know Jonathan Pye. Yeah. Do you guys know who he is? It's it's like his thing. So I don't okay. I don't know if they're going to use it or not or what the, what the deal is. But they told me back at Politicon it was going to be maybe three weeks. So it should be out already or okay. maybe not. I don't even know what the documentary is about. But if you if you look on the BBC for Jonathan Pye's documentary, it's about like Keeping contemporary politics. So it could be in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's what's your big uh what's your big thing going right now? You got anything uh, coming up that we should keep an eye out for? I'm building a van, so uh, you know I used to primarily do on the ground stuff, and yeah. then I started. Uh, basically, it's 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 extremely hard to do consistently on the ground reporting, so I just started doing more at home, you know, YouTube commentary and news yeah. videos. But now I've got a van, and we're going to turn it into a mobile studio, so I can keep doing that. And you know, I wanted to drive to San Diego for the border stuff, but. Once the van's ready, we'll have like a mobile news production van, and then I'm going to go all over the place. That's so awesome. That's... Hopefully, after the new year, man, I'll be on the ground everywhere. Yeah. Are, 
That's the big thing. Are, are you pretty much just like self-sufficient here, or do you have like a company behind you? You're just this is like nope. independent. This is independent fucking news. How many other people yep. like this have a fucking van at their disposal? Zero. Yeah, you see, uh, pioneer I'm, here. I'm pretty. Sh- there, there, like there are certainly other like YouTube news people who go on the ground, but I don't think any of them have near like like a van. Like I don't think anyone's done that yet. Yeah. I mean, companies have. It's not like I'm doing anything new. I think it's you like know, you and uh, you and Ice Poseidon, right? Does Ice, does Ice he have a fan? He doesn't do news. No, they rent like they, they, they RVs. Rent RVs and stuff. I was just <laughs> they end up getting fined like ten grand for them too. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's, that's a that, that's the thing, man. Like RVs are cheap. Like you can get to use one, but you can't park them anywhere. You yeah. know, you'll get a, you'll get a huge fine. Vans, on the other hand, you can just like pull up into a parking lot. They have, actually have parking lots set up for news vans, so it's like pull right in, man. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah, Billy yeah. Uh, Billy used to work for this billionaire that paid him and a bunch of guys to take an RV trip from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast. And he, we were Sounds broadcasting cool. live back to his TV station in Beverly Hills, and and he would like, uh, he would he would like starve them of resources, and then make them do crazy shit for money. It was pretty messed up. Like I don't consider that any, <laughs> that's not journalistic integrity or anything. We were just being fucked with. Yeah, the guy was rich. Was it entertaining? Uh, I, I I think it was. Yeah, it was one of those. Dude, I got a weird things. thing in the mail uh, that says like, "Oh, thanks for becoming a patron, Justin." Uh, it, it says something about Joe. It says Joe Wisdom on Battle Cam, and it's a disc that someone mailed to the PO box. Really? Yes. Ooh, ooh, it's a disc. Yeah. Do you want me to show it to you? Are you fucking with me right now? No. It says Joe Wisdom on Battle Cam on it. And it's somebody sent that. Yes. Huh. I wonder. I'll go get it really quick. Go It'll get it. This is. It didn't have any like white powder inside of it, did it? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried now. Uh, but That's yeah, like, yeah, man. That's what I'm worried about every time I get a box from my, at my P.O. box. Sometimes they're all, like, mashed up, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to open one of these things and get sprayed in the face with white powder, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I like to think it doesn't happen, like, that regularly to even worry about it, but it only takes once, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, uh, I think Ivanka Trump got, like, a letter with white powder. You got to go to the hospital right away, and they lock you up for, like, three days <laughs> to make sure it wasn't some kind of, like, poison or something. Three days? Yeah, I mean, if, if it's uh, I, I don't know how long she was in there. I think she was in the hospital for a few days. Yeah, like three days. I think this might be in case it's like some kind of disease or something. Oh what? I think there might be a note with it. A note with it? Oh, is this some sort of? Yeah, what is that? Look at the thing. Look at the piece of paper that's taped to the front. It says like, "Hey Joe." Okay. No, no, no. On on the package itself, there's like a piece of paper taped to it. And I don't know if that's a note that's like folded up or what it is. On the package? Oh yeah. Where does it fr- say hey Joe? On the front of the fucking package, dude. Oh, that that is a note. Is it? Oh, it is a note. What is it? Where'd this come from? It's California? The- yeah, someone sent it to us. Oh man, this is this is weird. Sorry, sorry, Tim. I wasn't expecting this. I, I'm half No, worried. I'm 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 eager to see what you got. I'm half worried I'm gonna get a mouthful of dog shit or something. Is that what we, is that? That's what people would want to send to Joe. It seems like it's for Joe for some reason. Well, I'm gonna open it because I'm basically Joe's dad. They, they tape this 
Is it a note? Oops. I think it. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, now it's confetti. Let me see if I can get the fucking thing open without ripping the letter. Okay, come on. Maybe it's a treasure map. To the to one-eyed Willie. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? It's it's the way it's taped is like the worst way to tape this. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't want to destroy the paper. Yeah, and I do see that it is a note because there's like stuff written it's on. Got the PO box on it. It says Tutti Fruity. This is from like a crazy person. <laughs> feet, don't, fees, feet don't fail me. Fees don't fail me. <laughs> Dance, wink. What the fuck is this? This doesn't make sense at all. Uh, that was a waste of time. Because it's just like mindless scribbles. Why they couldn't just write on the box, I don't know. I think that's what they did, though, was they overtaped the box. I think they used the box that they had gotten before in the mail because they didn't want to buy a new one. Um, this letter, like, I could maybe And what's scan up it. with the disc? Like, like what, what does this say? It doesn't say anything. Why Why'd they make us do all that? And then what's, well, and what's the what other... What did they give you? Well, okay, so this disc... What is it? It's a CD. It says... Joe Wisdom on Battle Cam on the cover. Uh, Immense Crewman's Golden Jubilee Commemorative CD. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, what the fuck is this? This is very creepy. People send us this weird shit. It's all <laughs> stained. Simply Saucer, Clearly Invisible, Ringling. Oh my. 1974. The Battleship Ethel with David Nelson Byers live at Immense Crewman's 50th birthday but party what? 2002. What is this? And it said on the front, it was like, hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe Wisdom on Battle Camp. Okay, this CD. Okay, there's. This CD is fucking scratched and dirty as shit. Like, I don't know if you guys can see how fucked up the CD is. I think there might actually be chemicals or something on here. I might have to go to the hospital. <laughs> the it, it, What the fuck? There's just like a, a piece of shit on the side of the CD. I don't know if we can fucking play this. Is that... What is that? You have a CD player? I don't... I, I feel like I just got fucking SARS or something. You got SARS. There's like white <laughs> shit all over my hands. You're dead. God damn it. Put it in the garbage bag thing. Right, go Put it in that bag there. We don't want to play it? I, I'm, will it even play? It's all fucked know. up. I don't know. Let me try and wipe the booger off of here. Or whatever the fuck that I'm, is. I'm actually, I'm actually more surprised you guys have a CD player. I mean, I have a. Th there's an optical drive in this computer, but I don't even know if I want to put it in the computer. What the fuck is it? Do you want to put it in? No, I'm afraid. You don't want to touch it? I don't know what to do with it. What is it? I don't know. I feel. I just feel put it in a Ziploc bag and put it on the shelf. Yeah. Save it. Figure it out later. I feel like we can't just throw it away. Even I did wipe that. Take it home and do something with it. I don't have an optical drive. Oh. I I kind of feel like I need to wash my hands. You should probably well, do that, man. I'm not playing it. I don't know what it is. There's no note uh, explaining what it is. Ruby and the Rednecks Beat Me Daddy is one of the songs on here. From the upcoming album American Mercury. Maybe I'll give it to Joe. <laughs> make him look at it. This CD looks like it was... like It's got fucking stains all over it. Yeah, that's it. what I said. It, it, it might be jizz. It might be anthrax. The fucking cover is covered in white dust. I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. Why was this sent to us? 
It's so weird. Did you just get white powder? <sighs> I think so. We're dead. I'm there, glad I'm on the other side. There's, I, oh, actually, I don't know what city you're in, but we're in Seattle. Seattle. I'm glad I'm far away. Oh, yeah, I'm on this side of the country. Yeah. I'm good. There's definitely some white powder on this cover, but there's so much other shit. Like, yeah, just throw it away. I don't think I can throw it away. Why not? Curiosity, man. What's well, on the I, disc? I'm done with it. What's on you the disc? You said you don't even have a disc. My fingers are sticky now from touching it. Then throw it away. What's on the disc? <laughs> throw it away. What's on the disc? I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not putting it in my computer. Fuck no. I don't know what it is. It's not even labeled. Oh, you guys finally got my package. Fuck you, exclusives. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what to do with this. Throw it away. I can't throw it away. Why? I don't know, man. Curiosity. I need to look at it. I need to open it up. I need to figure out what's inside of it. I need to know if I have... Like, We're going to play the video, and it's going to be a video of some guy pouring anthrax and ejaculating all over this CD, and I just fucking handled it bare hands. Toss it. What if the what if the cure for whatever I just touched is on that disc? That's so that's <laughs> such a stretch. I don't know. Like the the like the 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 code of the materials or like like the recipe for well, the yeah, or it's antidote. like a scientist saying the antidote let's, to the antidote. Let's put it this way. I opened that days ago and looked at the disc and everything and I'm okay. still alive, so I think okay. it's okay. Unless it's like a 7-day How you feel? <laughs> Delayed incubation period. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Got to make sure they get you both. You okay, Ben? Yeah, I'm fine. You gonna die? No. You'll die first. You're not worried? No, not at all. All right. And I, and I don't. I'm not worried about what's on it either. So you could throw it away if you want. I don't want to. Throw it away, pussy. I don't want to. Throw it away, pussy. I don't want to. All right. We're gonna end the show. Oh, Tim, thank you for coming on. I can't wait to check out your uh, mobile yeah, sure, news unit. That sounds tight. Yeah. That sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, dude. Hopefully soon after the new year. Yeah, nice. Uh, everybody else uh, will be in the after show right after I go wash my hands and burn my fucking skin clean. <clears throat> I'm coughing. I'm getting a cough. Oh, man. Sign up for Patreon. Catch the private show coming up on the 30th. And also, don't forget, on December 1st, we're doing the bonus show. So we'll be on on Saturday. Thanks for being on, Tim. <sighs> Good night, everybody. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants, Drunken Peasants. Drunken peasants From the strangest corners of the internet Gonna get TP'd by Billy and Ben You know where you can find them at Get ready cause they're gonna kick your Drunken peasants Drunken peasants Drunken peasants Drunken peasants The legends are true My Overwhelming power The sauce of destiny Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.